Hello, it is February 19, 2019, and we are back from vacation. Mm -hmm. We have two incredible interviews from Super Bowl week with Joe Tessitore, Monday Night Football announcer, Ryan Shazier from the Shaleve movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker, Ohio State linebacker, who's currently kicking life's ass whenever he's been down. It's an incredible conversation. You're going to love it. And I got engaged uh, during a vacation, and we recap it all. Everybody's trips. We go in today. I mean, we have a good time. We mm -hmm. talk about the AAFL a little bit. Mm -hmm. We talk about everything that's happening in the world. We talk about me going to Hawaii and it becoming headline news all of a sudden. <laughs> we talk about Todd in Austin, Texas, where he ate everything. I mean, we got a great one for today. I'm excited and thankful that you're listening. I'm also excited and thankful for our friends at SeatGeek. The presenting sponsor of the Pat McAfee Show 2.0 is the greatest ticket buying app on planet Earth. Football season might be over, but there's a lot of shit going on for you to go live a little bit. You got tickets to college basketball. What? Mm -hmm. NHL, that's hockey talk. Wow. <laughs> and that's hockey talk. We watched a little NHL yesterday. President's mm -hmm. Day hockey. Yep. Canada. Huh. Nothing better. Huh. President's Day hockey in Canada. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't mind. I like Canada. We got a map of Canada on the wall. And if you're in Canada and you want to watch America's President's Day special hockey in Canada, <laughs> you could have used tickets to SeatGeek, but that was yesterday. But SeatGeek has the best tickets for the best, best prices on planet Earth because they search every other ticket app, every other ticket platform to make sure you're getting the most bang for your buck. That's SeatGeek, S-E-A-T, geek as in G-E-E-K. Go ahead and download that today. Use promo code PAT and get $10 off your first ticket order. And uh, I think use promo code MAC for you get 20 still mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. go live a little bit you know it's a little downtime in the world right now we're past the holiday season we're after football before the draft there's kind of not a lot happening go see a live show go see some comedy go see a theater go see the sports that are happening right now from your friends at SeatGeek. also have you heard about the revolution in online furniture shopping and joybird the company behind it all tie no not yet how about you foxy not yet oh you haven't heard of it not yet wow you too, Ty. No, yeah, this is interesting. Well, you guys living <laughs> under a rock. I guess. Pretty much. It's a big one. It's a big rock. Because Joybird is starting a massive movement. Okay. Joybird believes that you should never settle when it comes to your home furnishings. Mm. And that you should always have the freedom to be boldly original, Foxy. Yeah, the pub never settles. Never settles. Always original. That I would. Some would say that the foundation still hasn't settled at the pub. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's moving at a regular basis. I was on a island with a volcano. It was more sturdy than fucking pubs floors. But whenever you come to the furnishing, you guys are being bold in there. Always. Always. Be boldly original. From idea to reality, they empower you to create the space and furniture that brings you joy. My house, as soon as I walk in, I know... That I I like my couch. It's right there. I got good shit here. Joybird is the ones that will set you up to make sure your house is a home. Because mm -hmm. a house is made of brick and stone. A home is made of Joybird furniture alone. Nice. That's what they say. Very, mm -hmm. very well done. That's what people say. With Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique taste. See, Foxy has a different taste than I do. Right. Everybody knows that. My mm -hmm. feng shui a little different. Feng shui. You like that? I do. I like what you did there. Not bad. You watch HGTV every once in a while. I have, yeah. Yeah, dabbled. Boy. Yeah, good little feng shui on you, kid. <laughs> Each Joybird piece is made by hand with care and precision using high-quality hardwood and responsibly sourced materials to fit your exact specifications. You got a pub? You got four different living rooms that are all going to tumble, possibly, at any given moment? <laughs> Measure, send, a, send it over there, and Joybird will take care of you and have you everything that you need to do. 
There's a 365-day home trial. Skip the furniture store and bring the showroom home. Sit on it, sleep on it, and break it in. If you don't love your Joybird, return for a full refund. Hassle-free in-home delivery. They'll even remove all the packing materials. Free returns within two weeks of delivery. Wow. I like the sound of that. 365-day. There's no way I'm reading that right. There's a limited lifetime warranty included. And then this one right here says in bold, 365-day home trial. Mm. Skip the furniture store and bring the showroom home. Sit on it, sleep on it, and break it in. If you don't love your joy bird, return for a full refund. That's outrageous. An entire year. How many days are in a year, Foxy? Uh, excuse me. An entire year minus a day. a boy, Foxy. Yep. 366. a boy. Foxy <laughs> don't quit. 366. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you hop in a plane and fly to the other side, so you live the day twice. That's what you do. That's, I do it all the time. That's what you do. That's do why you get so much done in a time. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Joybird is going to take care of you and take care of the pub. See how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping. Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash McAfee. Go to joybird.com forward slash. Remember, that's the slash that looks like it's leaning forward. Mm -hmm. Not sitting back. Not leaning back. Lean back. Lean back. Lean back. See my pants and do the rock away. Lean, lean back. back. Lean, lean back. back. Lean, lean back. That's a backslash. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, we're talking about a forward slash. Mm-hmm. Leaning forward like Michael Jackson. Correct. You know the Michael Jackson lean forward yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. By the way, we'll talk about Michael Jackson later in the show. You're going to be excited to hear it. Diggs met him. Yeah. <laughs> Diggs <laughs> yes, he did. Diggs met him. <laughs> Go to joybird.com forward slash McAfee and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code McAfee. 365 Day trial. It's insane. It's not bad. All right, let's get to it. Yeah, I got engaged in Hawaii. <laughs> hey! Hey! How about that? Yeah! How about that? Yeah, it happened. I had no You're idea. Here. I was scrolling Instagram, fucking silent. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> I, saw you, I saw your reaction was, wow, I believe on yeah. Sims. Yeah. Wow. And you instantly got thrown into the fucking heater. Oh, right yeah, there. yeah. A lot Instant. of tags from me. I got news for you. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, well, next, I mean, you guys are living together for how long? Long time. I've yeah. only been like three, four months. Yeah, we're three years. Yeah, see, plenty yeah. of time for old Tony. Dix. Yeah, but your lady hopped in and was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't she think was also drunk of off her ass on tequila. So <laughs> <laughs> Diggs is in Mexico. Uh, you look incredible, by the way. I Thank hope you, you enjoyed you that. As well. The engagement was a pretty wild day. Start with the helicopter. The helicopter looked <laughs> it was amazing. You also did it at Jurassic Park. Hey, yeah. by the way, it was straight out of a movie. So going to Hawaii, by the way, long, that's a haul. Oh, yeah. 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 It's halfway across the world. I did not, literally, <laughs> yeah. I, I did not know it was like a, it's further than a Europe trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. So I didn't even know that because Sam set up the flights. Sam set up the, like, it was basically like, I knew where we were going, mm-hmm. but I didn't know until morning of everything that was involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? What was your flight entertainment? So that's what I'm. Oh. So we get in the plane and we fly to Chicago, and then we go Chicago to Hawaii, uh, Honolulu. That's a long one. Nice nine hours. Oh wow! Damn. I didn't know this was nine hours though until we land in Chicago, and then I look at the next one. I'm like, oh, we're going right to Hawaii from here. She's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like. Oh my God. She's like eight and a half hours in. I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck. So we get in there, we got the pods. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. I don't know. I have a clue how anybody sits in the back for those flights. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, who are those? Pods, pods are incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Like a bed? It's like a bed, but you can, it's five foot 11. 
is oh. what I learned. Five foot eleven oh. of space. Mm. But it's just the TV accessibility is yeah, really yeah, what yeah. you're there for and the ability mm-hmm. to lay down. We took some pills, mm-hmm. watched some shit. Uh-huh. I watched I, Tanya on the way over there. Uh, oh, yeah. What do you think? I think she deserves a lot more credit than I've given yes. her. Yes. Her, her yeah. mom is one of the worst humans of <laughs> yeah. all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that the Tanya Harding one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, whenever I she, respect her game. Uh-huh. Well, whenever she was winning awards mm-hmm. and shit like this, yeah. and she, I was like, why is anybody showing any love to Tanya Harding? Watched I, Tanya on the way over there. I'm like, I almost put out a tweet like, hey, I take back everything bad. <laughs> She's lived a terrible, terrible life. I yeah. watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, How did you feel about it? Good movie. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Oh, cuz he was fucking everything. He's a weirdo. He's a, he, was, he came off very love, weird in the fucking I movie. Love, I love. But Remy did a great job. He did a great job there. He did. Incredible job. Uh, what else do we watch? We watched something else in there. Abducted. Abducted in plain sight. I watched it at the house. We'll get to that. Okay, I saw true. you losing your mind last night. <laughs> we will talk about that. That is that B dude's one of the smoothest dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Worst human on earth. Smooth guy. We finally landed Honolulu. Okay. We landed Honolulu. We got a two hour delay to take a flight to the big island of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of the only downfall. So now we're nine hour flight over there, two hours in Honolulu. Then we finally land at the big island, Hawaii. Four Seasons, uh, Hoalale, mm-hmm. which is named after a volcano, nice. which is right next door. Mm-hmm. Love it. By the way, fun fact about these volcanoes, they know where they're going to erupt at. So they know where, they only they only erupt on ridges, on the ridges mm-hmm. of the volcano. On the fault line? Until they don't. And that was what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that was what happened oh. this last time. They, they they So the entire mountain is basically just filled with lava. So they th- what's that thing? Creme uh, creme brulee. Creme brulee. Uh-huh. So you know yep. creme brulee. I didn't know what this meant. They were ex- explaining it to me and Sam. Sam knew everything. Creme you explain bru- things in terms of food. Zito gets it. Well, yeah. yeah. So creme brulee is like filled up and then it it, it kind of drops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those volcanoes are only mountains because it's filled with lava. Mm-hmm. So like when the lava starts disappearing, the volcano starts getting flatter really so in hawaii just a couple months ago when they were having that big thing Uh the 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 lava was disappearing and then normally it would go out like a ridge where they normally have these Mm -hmm. holes and it wasn't so the entire island was like we have no idea where the fuck this is going yes so they had like no clue where it was going and then all of a sudden it showed up and just went through an entire fucking neighborhood and yeah so it's in they kind of live and die with those volcanoes but they they very much respect it obviously the hawaiian culture is an awesome one i'm a huge fan big head of tattoo thank you i'm I'm gonna caucasian rock thank you thank you operation caucasian rock back in full effect I am going to get a foot. So we land there. I'm going to get a tattoo, by the way. There we go. Let's go. I'm going to get a tattoo. Let's go. I, Did you, go. I don't know if you IG posted or tweeted about it, and you were spot on with, I don't know how you're going to sit there. Yeah, it's an ADD marathon. It, it, it is a mental test because mm-hmm. this henna took me 45 minutes. I had to get up three times, <laughs> three times, like 20 minutes in. I was like, all right. I mean, we're good here. And then they had finished off. It's beautiful. But we finally get to the Four Seasons, Hualalai. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's a beautiful place, and we have this incredible condo that's like right on the beach. It was it was beautiful. First day we get there, we just lay out, smoke some vitamins, have a good day, and then that next day mm-hmm. morning, eight a.m., need mm-hmm. to be in the lobby because we got a helicopter trip. This helicopter trip was offered to us via email from a lady named Stephanie who works at the Four Seasons. She was like our concierge. Mm -hmm. So she sends an email to Sam like the week before, like, hey, do we need to set anything up? So Sam, one night before we leave, I knew I was going to propose to Sam July on her birthday. Mm -hmm. 
in our trip uh, to the Bahamas. I was going to propose then. Mm -hmm. Then my mom was like, no, no, don't do it on her fucking birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Uh, a good point. I was like, like, why? She's like, give her another holiday. Let's not just, because who knows what could happen here. Just don't do it on her. I'm like, okay, football season starts then, right? (laughs) So then there's no, there's literally no other time Mm -hmm. or while. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it at Christmas. So Christmas, I was going to do it. I actually go and buy a ring mm-hmm. at Christmas time, mm-hmm. uh, and then like right before going to pick it up, I see the ring and I'm like, "Ah, it's not good enough ring. Can't do this." So I still have a ring. Wait, wait, wait! I still have a ring at another jeweler. <laughs> <laughs> still sitting there. Is right it paid now. for? Oh yeah, hundred percent. He saw that Instagram post. He saw that Instagram post. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> McAfee's got this ring reserved. <laughs> the too? other place? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You want me to go pick it up for you? Yeah. Well, we could negotiate a deal. I haven't seen the finished product. Okay, I haven't seen the complete finished product. I've just seen it pieced together. Mm-hmm. It's still sitting there, but I was going to do it in Christmas. And then, like, right before going to pick up the ring, I was like, ah, it's not a good enough ring. I shouldn't do this. This isn't yeah. good. So we delay after Christmas. So now Sam is at the point where she doesn't think it's ever going to happen, right? She's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not going to get engaged. This is just the way it goes. I'm a known runner, too, by the way. Let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> I am a known runner. I mean, from long time. You're really good at cutting ties. Yeah, I... I I've been blocking people since before Facebook <laughs> for a long time now. So finally, this trip comes, uh, this trip we plan like a month out. I'm like, hey, we're all taking a vacation. I was like, boom, here we go. This is the time to do it. I come straight out of Royal Rumble weekend in Phoenix to Atlanta, which was awesome, to now we got a vacation. It's like my first time to breathe. I'm like, this will be it. So a week in advance, we get an email from Stephanie, and she's like, oh, what are some things you'd like to do? Here are some options. So in my head, I'm like, all right, right, let's. I'll be excited for this. So Sam's Sam's communicating with this Stephanie uh-huh. lady yep. and asking me questions about things she's agreeing to. Like, we got this breakfast set up. We got mm. this. We got that. And then there was a helicopter option. And the helicopter options were two. There was a cheaper one and a more expensive one. And Sam's like, we're not paying for that expensive one. I'm like, I am not going on the cheaper helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, right? Like, let's, let's make sure we go on the right helicopter. And then she's explaining the helicopter trip, right? Sam is explaining the helicopter trip to mm-hmm. me that is sent to me via the Stephanie lady. He's like, okay, you fly to uh, coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, farm, you get mm-hmm. to see the beans. Sam loves coffee. Then we'll do a tour around the island where you'll see volcanoes and waterfalls. I'm like, oh, boom, there it is. So mm-hmm. Sam actually schedules this thing. So Sam is setting up the helicopter trip through this Stephanie lady. She set up her own. Proposal. She's setting it up. I have no idea. So like two days before we leave, uh, we get a heads up that's like, hey, it might rain a little bit. And thing. Sam's like, we should cancel the helicopter. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like we are not. So I go and pick up this ring. Mm-hmm. And ring shopping was not easy. I already told you I bought one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawaii or the mainland? You got the ring. Here, Here. Indiana. Okay. So I went to a couple of different stores. Uh-huh. Okay. I went to Tiffany, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I heard was a nice place. Nice. Get yeah. some she does a good she does a good job. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know who she is, <laughs> but they did not have the greatest selection. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they had this one ring that I liked a lot, but it was pink. Uh, yeah, it was like know. a pink diamond. Uh, what are they doing? What's you don't want to do just that. Did that. You don't want to do that. Color uh, diamond. I, see, I don't know anybody that does anything, but in my head, I'm like, I'm not putting risking this amount of cash for a pink one. Firework. Yeah. So they, Katy, Katy Perry. Perry. So I didn't know that. So she, she got engaged after you. Really? She right said you got engaged. With a she pink was like, ring. Ah, Orlando Bloom was like, better step up. Here we go. Because he was naked on a paddleboard, mm-hmm. and then they got engaged. Huh. Huh. 
That Continue never that. thought of it. <laughs> never thought of that. Went to Tiffany, went to a couple other places, and then I went to a place, uh, Reese Nichols, here in Indiana, okay? And this is not a free ad because they didn't give me anything. But I walked in, and the owner of the place, BJ, like as soon as I walked in, everybody's like heightened, you know? Like we had a couple fans in there. They're like, uh, what is he doing hey. here? Everybody in there is like, oh, we know what this is you about. Didn't pay, you paid for this ad. <laughs> I did. I paid a lot of money. <laughs> so the owner, BJ, who I'd met before because they are a Colts sponsor, comes over. He's like, how's it going? What are you looking to do? I'm like, ah, I think it's time, you know. And he's like, uh, what are you looking for? I was like, ah, I don't know. I need something that's just nice. And I need no color. I need a, He said, oh, colorless, D1 or something like that. He starts mentioning all these diamond terms. I'm like, I have no idea You're what the fuck that means. <laughs> but he takes me over to this one like side thing, gives me like my own little, I get my own little area. It was very nice. And he pulls out this one. I'm like, yep, that's the one right there. And he was like, okay, what size do you need? I was like, ah, fuck. what does that even mean? He's like, what size do you think she is? I was like, well, I couldn't even fucking guess. So now I have to go have a conversation with Sam somehow to figure out what her ring size is, uh-huh. right? This is all happening like 72 hours before the flight to oh, Hawaii. Boy. So everything's happening pretty quickly. Here. We're recording shit. Yep. I'm going to jewelry stores. <laughs> I'm coming back. I got to play it cool with Sam, act like nothing's happening. <laughs> so I finally get a ring size. It was a five. How did you get it? It was a... I don't remember. It was some sort tough, of man. psychological impressive shit that I did, though. I... I I think I said something. She had a ring on. She she wears like three rings mm-hmm. on her mm-hmm. right hand. She has like okay. rings that mean something to her. Mm-hmm. And I somehow like got it off of her and like did like, uh, oh, this is like, I put it on my pinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put it on my pinky and I was like, hey, this thing wouldn't even fit. And she was like, oh, it's a size five or whatever. You probably need it. I was like, whoa, fucking right. Everything's, <laughs> everything's working out. So I go to BJ. I tell him the size. I pick it up. So now I have this very expensive ring on me. Mm-hmm. Okay. For this entire flight to Hawaii, I put it in my carry-on because I didn't want right, to yeah, put it underneath. Smart, very smart. So now, but she's like putting shit in my bag. Mm-hmm. And I got this ring in my back. So, I mean, it was a lot of shit going on, right? So Sam books the flight. I get the ring. We get to the lobby at 8 a.m. And I'm getting a little nervous at this point, right? I'm starting to sweat a little bit. I'm like, Sam thinks it's because of the helicopter. I don't like helicopters, which, true. true. (laughs) Very true. But we got a lot going on. So we get in the plane. And I don't tell the helicopter people. I don't tell the Four Smart. Seasons people. Yeah. The only people I told was like, you guys, the people that were here, uh, Diggs, mm-hmm. the day you left, it all happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, told, I told my dad, told my parents. There's only a certain amount of people that knew. So we get on the goddamn helicopter, and this thing is beautiful, right? The guy flying us is a Army medic pilot. Oh, nice. Nice. They're the who best is, ones. Who is in Iraq and a couple yes. other places. Basically the rock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> real, though. Like, real. It was, this guy's name was Dan Good Guy, uh-huh. right? From uh-huh. the island. Last like, name Good Guy? <laughs> That's what I thought. Christ. That's a great name. First hike after. See you, Z. See you, Z. Yeah, it was Have fun. a good one. It's a shame you're going to miss the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get on the, the helicopter ride, and I thought we were going to go to the Kona Coffee place. Because mm-hmm. the Kona Coffee is very... Uh, popular coffee, mm-hmm. and we we're on the island of the Kona mm-hmm. Island, right? right? Okay. So it's a Hawaii island, but Kona's in there. So we take off, we fly around, we see some shit, and we land at this coffee thing. It's the Kau Coffee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. 
I <laughs> soon as we, yeah. soon as we landed, I was like, "What the fuck are we? Here? <laughs> what are we here for?" Right. So Sam's like, "Oh, this will be fun. Let's just." So we get this tour by this guy who's not really a tour guy, but he was nice. He worked there. Good guy. He was all right. He was a good guy. Good guy. Mm-hmm. He, but he was not his last name. He was just actually a good uh-huh. guy. That was his brother. He's pointing <laughs> at these beans that are growing, and he's like, "Oh, in a couple months, these will all be red, and that's the coffee." I'm like, okay. "Oh, awesome." <laughs> and then we walk and then we walk to this little thing where they're just laying on the ground he's like this is where they get uh filtered and blah blah, blah. i'm like oh really cool stuff yeah and then we go into like this little shed which is their like drying room no that was on the other side the shed was like a sample place for gift shop this is so they can get money yeah, out yeah, of you yeah, on the yeah. way out. and they did i mean <laughs> macadamia nuts which are from the island there oh, good, wasabi Ooh. macadamia nuts oh, are, are incredible there was a bunch of their coffees sampling it sam loves then there's a little buzz buzz beans is what they call them where they put chocolate on a coffee bean mm. and i'm just popping oh, like, like 100 name. of those those are delicious yeah little buzz beans they're pretty mm. good but we're there for 45 minutes and in the back of my head, I'm like, we got to get the fuck out of here. I mean, there's a lot going on. I actually record a video while taking a piss at that place. Mm-hmm. That's like, we're, I think we're like an hour out from the engagement, blah, blah, blah. I let, but my piss is so strong in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't post the video. So I showed it to Sam. We get back in the helicopter. We take off. Now we're flying to like the rainforest. So the mm-hmm. island of Hawaii, the big island, has 11 of the 13 climate zones on it. Just on that one island. So where our hotel was was considered a desert because it only rains like a certain amount of days. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of the volcano, there's a rainforest. Then there's like everything. There's 11 different climate zones on this one island. (laughs) So we're flying around. We go over top of a fucking active volcano. I'm like, should we be? <laughs> it's pretty hot, you know? Like, there's some shit there. We're flying over top of it. Dan's, like, barrel rolling <laughs> us over top. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And if every helicopter was like that, by the way, I, yeah, yeah. I'm back on a helicopter train. This thing was like a... a was it smooth? Oh. Because it was it so big, like right? It looked like the one straight monster. out of Jurassic Park. It was an in-gen Sm- helicopter. Yeah, yeah sure. smooth. It was comfortable. I had my legs out. I, I'm back on the helicopter train. Back all the way. I, we were flying about 20 minutes before the engagement happens. I put on a little mic. Damn, how much is one of these? <laughs> <laughs> and Sam goes, of course, of course. I'm like, Dan, how much is one of these? Used or brand new? I'm like, used, used for sure. He's like, probably get this one for like 1.82 million. <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> new goals. All right, we're in a good spot. So we fly around and we get to this part where it was Avatar. Mm-hmm. It was fucking Avatar. Mm-hmm. We flew into this valley, and there's these huge just cliffs, all around green cliffs though. So it's not like uh, mm-hmm. rocky; it's like a rainforest. There was forty five waterfalls, like thousand foot waterfalls, just falling. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. So he's just flying into these nooks in the middle of these these valleys, Jeez. and like we're like we're we're probably fifteen feet away from this waterfall falling. It's just like amazing, majestic. I'm looking around like, holy shit, this is crazy. So I'm like, are we stopping at a waterfall? And he was like, no, no, we're not. Uh, We'll be near one, though. I was like, yeah, but like how close, right? Because in my head, I'm like, we're doing it. He's like, oh, you'll see or something. So Dan's like fucking with me because Dan doesn't know that I'm getting proposed to. Mm -hmm. So then he flies out of the one nook, barrels up (laughs) over around this other side, and there's a bunch of brown water, I guess, in the... uh, 
in the ocean. He's like, oh, brown water's good. That means all these shoreline waterfalls are about to be good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then lo and behold, it was fresh out of a movie. It was like these waterfalls were just clip, like huge, mm-hmm. just running down it. And then he starts just going straight at one of the waterfalls. Uh-oh. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> we're getting awfully close to this fucking waterfall. <laughs> and he turns that thing sideways and just parks it on like this little chunk of land that you mm-hmm. guys saw. Mm-hmm. And he goes, is this close enough, Pat? I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So we get out of there and he, we start hiking. There's like a little rock we had to get to to get to the bottom of the waterfall. And we hike back and it starts getting a little chilly. Like yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a little bit cold, which I did not expect. I did not expect it. And uh, Dan's like, I'll take a picture of you guys when you get down there. I'm like, cool. So Dan stops at like a picture point. We had to we had to hike a little bit. We had to go under some trees and shit like that. And Sam walks ahead of me, and I look at Dan. I'm going, yo, I'm about to propose right now. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm about to propose right now. He's like, okay, all right. All right. I was like, my... Man, you got it, man. <laughs> like, yeah. So we walk down, we get all the way down there, and it is raining on us. Mm-hmm. It is cold as a <laughs> motherfucker, right? And uh, I'm like, Sam, let's take a picture, you know? So we take a picture, and he does like the pano, but he does it up. And then Dan, I know Dan's like, when's this guy going to do this thing? So then Sam's like, oh, I want one of us kissing. And I'm like, ah, just wait a second. She grabs my head. At the time, I'm Uh-oh. pulling the ring out of my back pocket, right? <laughs> so Sam grabs my head. To, it's in Sam's video. She's grabbing my head to like kiss me so we can get a picture, and I'm pulling the ring out, and I'm holding that thing like. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have never. So you didn't have it in a case. No, no, no. Fresh Classic. out of the fresh out of the McAfee move. Fresh out of the back pocket. Fresh out of the back pocket, and I was just holding on to it as tight. I don't think I've ever held something. You've been sitting on this the whole time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, You've held it. Kick in the Super Bowl. Yep, and yeah. you probably was, held that ring. Yes, so goddamn tight, bro. There was water. It was a waterfall. I mean, it was it was. In, if I drop that it thing, cold. it's <laughs> gone, and it's colorless. <laughs> by the way, it is colorless. So I have it there, and I try to find like a spot that would go down. I'm in some lava, you know, <laughs> some fucking rocky lava, raining on me. As soon as I get to a knee, she slaps me. I don't know if you saw it. She's like, "Stop fucking with me," and I was like, "No, no, no, Sam." I'm like, and she's like, what are you doing? And I look over at the man, Dan, and Dan's like excited. He's like, here we go. <laughs> and I do the whole thing, you know. I tell her, like, I, I would like to spend forever yeah. with you. I, I, I don't think I could see a day in my life without you. It's kind of got to that point. Uh, I've been this way for a few months. Will you marry me? And she goes, is this fucking real? And I was like, yeah. And I brought, I pulled the ri- I pulled the ring up on the side and she looks at it and I put it on. It slides on perfectly. Nice. And I'm like, oh, perfect sizing. Good for me. <laughs> and then we kiss. The whole thing happens. And then we walk, we walk past Dan and Dan was like, holy shit. I was nervous that I was going to fuck that up. You know, you could have told us ahead of time we would have got you some stuff. I was like, eh, I didn't really know that long in advance. <laughs> she kind of sets this whole thing up and he was like what I was like yeah don't worry about it he was like I'm gonna set up a picnic for you guys you guys do whatever you need to do and Sam goes we let's smoke weed here and he's like yeah do whatever you guys need to do uh, so it was just a cool moment it was a really really cool moment we sit down have the picnic in front of the helicopter with a waterfall it was unbelievable mm-hmm. nice it was headline fucking news in five states yeah oh yeah <laughs> it was outrageous I mean I don't know how you top that well in my head though Headline news. Indiana, it was headline news. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, it was headline news. What do you mean? Like it was in the papers? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, on TV. On TV. No I went to my parents yesterday, <laughs> and they are like, oh, how about packing engagement? I, I know no they're idea. not on social media. I'm like, how do you know about that? They're like, it was on the evening news. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it was on the evening news in Arkansas. 
<laughs> I have no idea oh, why. John. John Daly. Well, I, I'm just starting to, and in my head, I'm like, the news people are like, oh, yeah. somebody's. Somebody committed to Pat McAfee for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking breaking news. So it obviously took off. Got a lot of very positive words. We're very thankful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And then the rest of the trip, we just kind of hung out, ate a bunch of food, got some tattoos, saw the island a little <laughs> bit, and it was uh, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was a magical, magical moment. As soon as we landed in Indiana, as soon as we got back in Indiana, it was like. While we're walking through the airport, we got like 10 people all coming up like, congrats, cuzzo. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> 10 people congratulated me while Sam's walking with me and didn't say a single word. Oh, no. So like every time they would give me like, as soon as we landed, literally as soon as we're walking through the airport, everybody's like, oh, like congrats, Pat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you too, Sam. <laughs> thank you so much. It was, uh, it was a cool Did moment. you have a conversation, chicken or steak? What, what color is the tablecloth? and all that yet? Bro. You there yet? Bro. She put on her story day one. Day <laughs> fucking one, bro. I had no wedding, idea. Wedding recommendations day one. I, day, I had no idea I was signing up for wedding planning. <laughs> I had no idea because in my head we're getting engaged. It's a celebration. We love each other. What I didn't think about was what happens directly <laughs> That's just how they work, man. My mom came up to me. She goes, hey, uh, is Pat going to have a big wedding? Or I'm like, how do I know? He got engaged yesterday. Dude, you yesterday. have no idea. Can we have an avatar wedding? We're a fucking Barnes & Noble. We're a, I was in a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> for have books? you ever been to a Barnes and Noble? For books? I got coffee one time because there was a Starbucks in one. I was walking by. <laughs> it's the internet come to life. Well, it's like the internet in hard copy. <laughs> I've never been in there. What were you I'm, doing in there? Wedding magazines. We need mm, Sam. They're not on the internet. That's what I said. But no, no, no. It's a lot better in person. I guess. Yeah. I, I sure refuse. Pinterest has a whole fucking section. Oh, I've already learned that Pinterest is going to be the death of me for oh, this yeah. fucking one. Oh yeah. But we're there's a lot of decisions to be made. Um, I'm excited not to make many of them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's. She was already hitting up the Stephanie lady about how expensive it is to do a wedding at the Four Seasons. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's a bit pricey. Wow. <laughs> that is a good way to keep the uh, wedding small, though. That see, there's a lot of conversations here to be had. Like, who's allowed to come? Who's not allowed to come? Right. My mom and dad are already asking me, like, who they're allowed to invite, who they're not allowed to invite. A little bit. A little bit has to come. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit set. Sam, uh, congrats. Oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah she there. knows what's up. A little yeah, bit. She knows what's online. A little bit knows if she wants to get to that wedding. I want a little bit at the wedding. <laughs> Make her a flower girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it was awesome, though. It was, it was. I did awesome. not expect the headline news thing, though. <laughs> that was very interesting. To me. I think you, that's a sign that you've made it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. I feel like it was a, lot, a big setup for people to start bashing me. <laughs> and it didn't happen. Very thankful. Very, very thankful. Sam is cool as fuck, though. <laughs> she is uh, somebody. Dealing with me is tough. It is. I'm a very tough, tough person. I mean, there's times where I don't want to even be with me. You know what I mean? Like, there's times where I get sick of me. I'm on a, on a very regular basis. I'm like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, yo, is there any way we could hang out with somebody else? <laughs> Do you feel like there's a weight off your shoulders? Yeah. Or the whole wedding planning now is just like, all right, it's back. It's much more, it was very relaxing directly yeah. after. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's still like, it's just a very content feeling mm-hmm. where there isn't just like the, and I think for her too, obviously, like she, she was on my ass about it for a long time. Not mm-hmm. just her, but my mom, her parents, her friends, everybody, listeners of this show. 
I mean, everybody was on my ass there for a while, and now it's just nice to just be like, okay, well, we all knew it was going to happen. Let's just we're here now. Let's let's. It's also a life the, milestone. Yeah, like, you got someone to say yes to marrying you. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's a wild situation. Wild. I don't know why she did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like you're at the Waterfall. perfect age. I mean, the the perfect age for doing it. Yeah. A lot of people I mean? said. A lot of people said there's no way she could say no. Literally. Like, what's she going to do? Say no and then be left there? Send a chopper back for you. Makes an awkward rest of the vacation. I'm saying, hey, guys, something to think about, by the way. Septem- you know? Hey, September, baby. No, no, I'm no. just saying. I'm no, doing the math. No, no. There's so many things that... Gorms is pushing things along real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we got shit Early to do. February. You steak know. and fish. Dude, we got a break, Gorms. Literally just signed with the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be traveling a bit here. I don't think now's the time for a child. And I don't think she wants a kid yet either. But she is excited about this wedding planning. She has an entire Pinterest page. She's pinned. She has an entire Pinterest page. By the way, I crushed it with the ring design. You did? Art Deco, by the way. Mm. Nice. Oh, oh, if nice. you're wondering, obviously I knew that. It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorites. Well, yeah. I learned that I know, her friend said that I must really know Sam because I picked the, an Art Deco style ring. <laughs> and of course that's why. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You got the engagement? You got the, uh, the the trip in the helicopter? Anything else? I mean, did you do any water sports, something like that? Snorkeling? Did you go scuba? Give me so some. at our hotel, they have like this area. Mm-hmm. Wild way. In Hawaii. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. a big surfing Pacific. Capital. I was out there too during one of their biggest storms. Yeah, Blue so Crush. Like, Did you do some body surfing? No, it wasn't Blue Crush. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a storm, like a snowstorm in Maui. Mm-hmm. There was a. So everything is at how high your altitude. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it, that rainforest is at like 7,000 feet or something like that, or 8,000 feet. And then the, the desert where we were at was down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Maui, it snowed at a altitude that it's never snowed at before. Which oh, really? By the way, Maui's a different island, so I've never been there. I don't really know what's going on over there. But on our island, it got very windy. So we were in the middle of like some real windstorms, and it was warm. Sam got burnt like a motherfucker. (laughs) Burnt bad. She's got like third, fourth degree burns Mm -hmm. right now because she was turning her fucking chair. To oh, the yeah. sun every time? Uh, that's what they do. Yeah, but I'm like, Sam, we're going to be here for a fucking week. Like, you don't have to do this every... <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to yeah. be here for a long time. She's like, I want to just soak up the sun. I'm like... Uh, it's not Indiana where you have to soak up every single ray <laughs> <that's laughs> through the clouds. Right. Like, right. it's going to get you. Uh, so she got burnt bad, but we hung out at this... I had this little thing. It was... Uh, it was like a little chair bed thing that had uh, something I want to. It was, it was I, a day bed. It was a day bed. It's exactly what it was. But it was right outside of our room, and she sat on like a layout thing. And I put on SPF 50. SPF. Oh, yeah. This mm-hmm. is the most adult nice. I've ever been in my life. That's a lot. Yeah, SPF 30 a couple days, SPF 50. She refused because she wanted to suck up all the sun. Mm -hmm. She's paying for it now. (laughs) I have a great tan. She is currently peeling right now. That's either here nor there. But they have this little area that's it's runoff of ocean water, Mm -hmm. and it's in this it's. It's like in its own, it's own, I don't want to say. Lagoon. Like a cove? It is. It's like a cove, lagoon, yeah. grotto type yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And they got like a hundred different species in there. There Ooh. was like an eagle ray in there. There was a bunch of other fish in there. So we dipped our toes in there and kind of looked around. You could swim in there. It was a little chilly though. It wasn't hot enough to go swimming. So the ear, we have not tested the ear. Oh, okay. Oh, damn it. I was not willing. Smart. There was a time where it's I. not overdo it at the start. Well, yeah. what I was thinking was this has been an incredible trip. Sam wasn't eager to get in the water. Especially, you don't want to fly yeah, nine, nine hours, hours with a fucking ear issue. Oh, yeah. the flight home was six and a half to Denver. 
then Denver to Indy. Mm. It was it was an itch. By the way, Denver's the Illuminati airport, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you did you notice that in, while you were in there? I, I was looking around for signs. I, I saw. <laughs> there was a lot of devils and shit on the wall. And Weird murals. Like yeah. It was the day Flacco was signed by Elway's. Oh, <laughs> I landed there the same day. I thought maybe Flack might be coming through. And their odds got worse. <laughs> maybe <laughs> shots fired by the fucking Vegas. By the way, we get random shit to the office. Very random shit sent to the office. Mm-hmm. Today was the most random and the weirdest. It was just a leg, a plastic mannequin leg mm-hmm. sent to us with a handwritten note talking about an empire being built. There was nothing in the leg other than BBs. There was BBs, like a BB gun BB in the leg, shipped in a box right to our doorstep. Not a big leg either. Like They might be playing off your boomstick thing or something. Yeah. But no, no, no. no, no, this is a... Very average Female leg. Fa- mannequin leg. I was going to say, this is kind of like a foxy leg. I, I almost said it. I wasn't even going to lie. <laughs> I almost said it. Foxy's got bunnies, but he's got tiny little baby legs. Yeah, yeah. If you gain muscle or gain weight, you won't be able to dunk a basketball. So yep. that's why I do that. Hey, see, you could be onto something. Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it yet, but I'm, we're talking about me doing a windmill dunk here in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Because when you get up, you got to stay up. You know, when you dunk? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like to dance around the subject. Mm-hmm. Not here. Not the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. No, 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 no. Let's face it. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Studies, ever heard of them? Sure, of course. Science show. Uh, what was that? I was going to say, I've heard of that. Science? Yeah, I've heard of that. Love science. I think is science is what studies is, right? Studies and science, same thing. Yeah, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. S- studies come from the science. Or do studies create the science? It's an interesting topic. Interesting debate for a different day. I think we're too high to handle this right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Studies show 70% of guys who experience erectile dysfunction don't get treated for it. That's bad. Because the thing most people don't realize is that ED is like a check engine light for a man's body. It could be an indicator that there's something much more serious going on, like a heart issue or diabetes. Mm. Thankfully, our sponsor, Roman, has created an easy, discreet way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose your ED, then ship meds right from their pharmacy to your door. Incredible. It is incredible. You don't even have to leave your house. Mm -mm. We all like convenience. How about our ED getting taken? care of in a convenient fashion. <laughs> it's about time. With Roman, you don't have to wait in waiting rooms, deal with any awkward face-to-face conversations, or make any uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. It's weird. You just have to visit GetRoman.com forward slash USA, complete an online visit, chat with a doctor, and get real FDA-approved medication if recommended by said doctor. It's all prescribed online and delivered straight to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go talk to the doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that you guys don't tackle. But it's really important. And now with Roman, it's really easy to take care of. I like to tackle him because I used to play football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see that? Good tie-in. We're tying in because mm-hmm. I had a couple in my career. Smart. So they said, guys, let's tackle. Like, like I, Here we go. Guys, let's tackle erectile dysfunction like I tackled a couple guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it, this is a real thing, though. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA. Be the best you in the bedroom, mm-hmm. okay? It's a performance in there. Mm-hmm. Just remember. And if you're dealing with a little bit of ED, do not be embarrassed. 70% of guys experience erectile dysfunction at some point, and they choose not to get treated for it. That's stupid. This is an easy thing. GetRoman.com forward slash USA. Everything's discreet. Get shipped right to the house, and then it's showtime. And by the way, it's a check engine light. 
Mm-hmm. What if you find out you got some diabetes? Not good. Not great. But it's better to know. And that's what Roman does. Get Roman.com forward slash USA. Back to this riveting conversation from earlier today. But yeah, it was good. We didn't really do much. I tried to golf. It, you, you, you couldn't really do it at the Four Seasons. Did you hit a luau? There was one right next to our uh, room. Uh-huh. So next to our room, our room was on the edge of the place. So mm-hmm. we had the, saw whales. Mm-hmm. Saw a bunch of whales. Real ones? Yeah, yeah. Whale wa- it, so the humpbacks come down from Alaska mm-hmm. to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go, go back, back. and we were right in the middle of the whale mating season, <laughs> and it was awesome to see. Like, the first day, we were sitting there, and the locals are like, if you look out there, you see whales, blah, blah, blah. And we're, like, trying so hard to see it, and the first day, you can't. And then once, like, you're there for the third day, you're like, okay, you start, like, seeing mm-hmm, them because mm-hmm. they smack their big-ass tails, and it looks like a wave, but it's mm-hmm. out in the middle of nowhere. It's like, well, that wave is coming from nowhere, and then all of a sudden, you see a... <laughs> <laughs> the whale come up. It was it was beautiful. So we saw waterfalls. You're like, oh yeah, he's coming. Yeah, there's a, a guy that just got done. Uh, they take a break too. There's like a three hour break. You see him in the morning. You see him late afternoon. Right there in the mid. There's they're at the bottom. Just kind of whale rest. orgy. Yeah, that's what it feels like. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of people out there on fucking canoes too, like paying to go out there on canoes. Wow. I'm like, Sam's like, we should go out there. I'm like, I can see him. Right, motherfucker. <laughs> These little tiny boats. Like, all you need is one humpback hairy to get a little fucking oh, juiced yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're in the middle of a fuck fest with these whales. You don't know when a whale's going to try to fuck a boat. Yep. Bunch Man. of dorks out there. It's a, it's a whale dick. penis. Put her there. there. Yeah, it is. Oh, hey. it is. Z- what did Zito want? A hike. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, li- I, like, I like the whale dork. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because it's educational. As yeah, well. it's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Subtle. Yeah. Subtlety, Zito. See any pigs on a spit? Nah. None, huh? Nah. Food. I was about done with the food. We. I love that Four Seasons. I've never been in the Four Seasons. Very, very, very nice. I guess there's people that only live at like Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. Like they travel from Four Seasons to Four Seasons. They get treated like kings. By yeah, that's a good life. <laughs> I stayed at one once in my entire life. It's the nicest place I've ever been in. My life. Awesome. Were they all for like extended stay? St. Kitts and Nevis. Yeah, I think it's great so. Nice. If you but get the a chance. breakfast buffet. <laughs> Was unbelievable. Had a nice lady. Oh. You know where the food sucks? Jalal. Jalal. All inclusive. Gelato. Jalal. I forget her name. It was something. Janelle. All inclusive is nice, though, because I, I, everything's really easy whenever you're just yeah, yeah. packing it on the back end. <laughs> and then whenever we didn't check out, we just left. Oh, so I got the oh, email. <laughs> so I got the email after on how we did. And we did well. <laughs> we did well. But I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Had a great time. I'm very lucky. Sam said yes uh, and enjoyed the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd, you went down to Austin, Texas. I did. You ate everything. In yeah, the- just that's all it was about. Tell just the go listeners from how one much you've rest- gained. Yeah, I've gained 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking around about 194, 195. I was watching your IG stories. Mm-hmm. And all every single time, it was either you were drinking something yes. or eating something. That's all we did. And that repeated. It wasn't just like a one day. That was like a four-day uh-huh. run there where all I saw you do was eat. That's all we did. We I'm would get up. And then um, about 11 o'clock, we'd hit brunch, start drinking and eating then, and it would run until about 10 at night, and we'd go to bed. Next day, start again. Did you enjoy Austin? Oh, I loved it. That city's awesome. It is. It was bad it? weather. It was like the worst weather they've had this time of year in a long time. It was like cold and rainy. It was very similar to the here. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just gray and rainy and cold. But with better food. Yeah, but the food is... like You could spend 60 days there, no doubt, and just hit... 
now did, not hit the same place. Did twice. you pick Austin strictly because of the yes. food? Yeah, because <laughs> after the weight loss challenge, he was like, "What do you want to go for vacation?" I was like, "I just want to go there and fucking eat and drink. That's all I really, really care about." And so we Googled, you know, the best places in the country for that. Austin's in the top of the list for everybody. So. It's, it's an amazing the place. The eating feels so good, doesn't it? Oh, God. My, yes. Dude, I was having these waffles every morning. <laughs> oh. These fucking waffles. And and I'm a guy, when I get the waffles, by the way, I don't dip, I don't pour the syrup on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a dipper. I'm a finger ripper. Okay, okay. Oh, finger ripper dipper. Respect that. You know what I mean? Great no butter syrup per piece. No, no, I don't like I don't like too much butter. I, but then you can really and it's it's less it's work. Controlled. Yeah, it's and controlled. the waffle stays crisp the whole time that way. Bang, yeah, it doesn't get yeah. soggy. That is yeah. a huge True. part mm-hmm. of it. And whenever they're laying, they were laying out in this buffet and they had the little lamp. Oh, oh yeah, they yeah. You got to take the ones off the top. Mm-hmm. There was people going for the bottom Dummies. waffle, like a soggy Dummies. waffle. No. What are you doing? Lot, hey, by the way, learned a lot about America out there in Hawaii. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, Japan originally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Tough you, water. You know, there. Hawaii was originally. Now, yeah. granted, it was originally a Samoa. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the, the Japanese, mm-hmm. they were there a lot longer before us. <laughs> <laughs> and then we kind of came in, did our thing, That's took it over. Works. It's an empire. We, we wanted to give them freedom. Yep. <laughs> but then they bombed, and then we put them in concentration camps. And very, that was what I did in the two hours in Honolulu. Uh, I just read that it was all over the walls, yeah, like the yeah. history of Hawaii. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we kind of, hey, we got through it. Uh, did we? <laughs> A lot of Japanese, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of Japanese uh, vacationing in Hawaii. Still holding grudges, sir. I, I think whenever they come to Hawaii, it's kind of like a relaxed thing. Now, when we go to Japan, though, they do not like us. <laughs> and that is something that everybody needs to know. When you go to Japan, they do not like us. I, why would you? Well, it's what we're. We were literally told that as we were landing in Japan, like, hey, just by the way, stay in the places you're supposed mm-hmm. to stay. We are not exactly loved over here. I'm like, oh yeah, the there's a little history there. Adam, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we <laughs> try to so wipe out a couple of generations. <laughs> yeah, but they are a very different culture. Mm-hmm. The Japanese culture is a very different culture than ours. Mm-hmm. Four Seasons has to Do accommodate mm-hmm. the Japanese culture and our culture. Yeah, fish for breakfast. There was fish for oh, breakfast, yeah. but also it was very quiet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like, it was the most rela- one of the most relaxing places I've ever been in my entire life. And then you got me there just like, <laughs> I was getting fucking antsy. And towards the end of it, I asked him for a putter. I was putting on our uh, back patio. <laughs> I was getting bored out there. The golf, I couldn't golf alone. I would ha- I would have had to buy up all four slots. Uh, I guess really? if I wanted to, go- all I want to do is just go golf yeah, yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. I would have had to buy up all four slots, and it was like a couple thousand. Yeah, like, ah, Never good. just golf on a patio. <laughs> <laughs> just got off a big helicopter. Diggs, you went to Mexico. Went to Mexico. Went to Cancun. Literally was on the beach every day by nine. Drank until about eight thirty p.m. Went to bed. So you? Did I didn't see life. nine p.m. one time. <laughs> That's the best part about beach. We literally we like mm-hmm. we just. We would go to the beach from like 9 to 11 or 12, Lush. grab a quick bite to eat, and then uh, go to the adult pool for the rest of the day, swim at bar, till about 4 or 5, have dinner, and then... So you're a, you are a pool guy. So like everybody in our area, mm-hmm. we we had our own area because there's three rooms where we were. Mm-hmm. Three rooms that could have used the back grass yeah, area yeah. that was on the beach where mm-hmm. I was. Nobody else in our area, though, would Came s- out. stay where we were. They all went to the pool. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the pool goers. I, I feel like I can go to a pool here at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. I'm here to look at that fucking ocean, right. which is very nice to me, but the pools are you always s- packed. You could see the ocean from our pool, though. That was nice. Well, I think that's kind of the thing. Also, like, you don't get in the water. 
True. But also, there's yeah. no six people. There's also no, <laughs> there's also no swim up bars in Indiana either. Yeah, that's the only reason uh, I like to be at a pool is if there's a swim up bar. Yeah, so the yeah, swim up bar fun. is what people are in that pool for. Oh yeah, me for yeah. sure. So you can get on you the little stools to, oh, yeah. in the water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you also don't have to get up to go to the bathroom just either. Piss it's right of, yep. That's what I'm saying. It's all it's just awesome. one big piss pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah but if everybody's doing it, everyone's doing it. Yeah. It's one big piss pool. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of water. There's a lot of water. In There's there. chlorine. Do you have? Chlorine. I I enjoy the people delivering drinks. See, and the place where we at the place where we at, and I've I found this at a lot of the all inclusives that I can afford. Um, <laughs> the drink bringers, uh, they don't come at a rapid enough kay. frequency. Okay, here we go. This is just like Vegas. This is just like Vegas. Vegas. Oh no, I greased every morning. That's what I'm saying. You got to really do it though. So so I would I'd go up to the bar. And I'd drop, I'd drop like twenty bucks to the bartender. See, that's what you got to do. You just got to know but that. That's you're gonna... like a billion dollars in dineros. <laughs> <It's like laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're not dealing dineros. in dineros. Which... <laughs> they're dealing with a bunch of Americans. Which also, they don't deal in dineros. It's pesos. I don't know why I said dineros. <laughs> <laughs> it just means money. It's but, money. but when you originally your first drink that you order the day is like an ounce of alcohol, and then once you drive the twenty, they actually give you real drinks for the rest. of the Yeah, day. I understand that this is going to sound like somebody who's a bit out of touch, but you got to give them a hundo early. You got to yeah. give them a hundred dollars early. You really do, and then you don't have to pay the rest of the day. Really, you only got to give like a five or a ten spot the rest of the day, and then at the end you got to close them out with something big. But early, you got to get them on your side so that they know that they got to. They come. were pretty happy with the twenty that I gave every. Morning. Yeah, but you said they weren't coming at a rapid rate. They no, weren't no, no. happy. <laughs> no, no, no. They're, I didn't even. I didn't give them to them at all. I'm talking about the bartenders, the guys who are making <laughs> swim up. I'm giving to the bartenders. The are, I'm taking a guy. I'm taking care of the people who are making my drinks. Uh -huh. You take care of the people who are make your food, make your drinks, and handle your bags in in Mexico. I respect that a lot, but I think the people that are running drinks, those are the people you got to take. Well, care no, of. there was a, it was so infrequent. There was like a dude like once every hour and a half. Cuz there was nobody on that hours. beach that gave him $100. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just need one person. But that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. These I are understand. All, but a, a swim up pool though, I would never go in. So if I don't take care of that person, mm -hmm. I'm literally not getting drinks Correct, right. unless I want to mm -hmm. get up But no, it was, a, it was an awesome time. Well, Tony, you, you also like saw Michael guy. Jackson too, right? Oh, dude. Thank you for bringing that up. Do you know Coco Bongo? Uh, never made it past nine p nine o'clock at night. But I saw you at a Mi Michael Jackson show. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was on the resort. The resort did a show. Every oh, night. Really? <laughs> I love the local resort Dude, show. This Michael Jackson show impersonator was the greatest show I've ever been to in my <laughs> life because the production value was anything worse that we could even imagine doing. They had a drop down projector. Yeah, that's a resort show. <laughs> they had a drop down go. projector that would play like his old videos, and uh. then after the video played. It would the projector would come up and they would dance to it and sing it on stage. And the guy, the Mexican Michael Jackson, was a spot on lookalike. I think MJ might not be dead. He may be living <laughs> at the resort performing every night where I was at. But it was Diggs fucking awesome, dude. Tupac's was, alive. It was electric. Avicii's uh, alive. That night we did tip the bartender at the show heavily. And he only came to... I don't even think there was supposed to be a waitress or waiter service. He just kept bringing us shots though at that's, the table. See, that's nice. what you're. That's what we're looking for. He got it. He didn't get my order though. I drank the worst gasoline whiskey of my entire life. Like he just kept bringing the shot. You, so you're a whiskey on the beach guy. I'm not a tequila guy. So tequila fucks with like my heart. I don't understand it. I don't know. It, it just fucks it, with my memory. It, it, makes, <laughs> it makes me very very jittery. So during the day I was just doing vodkas and stuff like that. But when Eric was doing shots of tequila to match her with shots, 
I started with whiskey and it was so bad, but I, sw- I switched to this uh, shit on a grass shot. Actually, pretty good. Really? It's like, yeah, it's like this melon liqueur, and then they put like a layer of this white Bailey's. I don't know something. And then they put chocolate on top, and when you sh- when you uh, hit the table, <laughs> oh, that's cute. The chocolate comes through the grass, comes through the, and it looks it's like beautiful. you're taking a shit. It's very nice. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Beautiful. I had about, I had a lot of those. All right. I like Mexico. I'm a Mexico. I, I enjoy Mexico. Like the resort shows are always the worst, though. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. you go to see the people the next day that did the show. Yeah. So, like, my issue, <laughs> it's always tough. I, I just stay away from everything. Just lock me in my room. <laughs> Nick, you went back to the Berg? I did. Little staycation. Had to go see some friends and family, take care of some biz back home. Uh, real quick, just uh, the elephant in the room. Nick has shown up in slacks in a button-down with dress shoes on. Cleats and a cuff on oh, his yeah. pants. And Still. that is because... Nice. Uh, vacation's over, boys, and we got some work to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you all had a lot of fun. Sounds like it. Your but, little uh, games in Mexico with Michael Jackson. It's time to go. Miguel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it was electric. You would have loved it. How was Pittsburgh? Good? It was great, man. I went to Rudy's Subs. Oh, oh nice. Sub. Nice. Drank a bunch of Turner's tea. Went to Primani's. Shout out. Anyone wants to sponsor us? We're here, you know. Send some money our way. Yeah. Uh, no, watched some Penguins hockey. Went True. to a buddy of mine. He's uh, about to have a kid, Billy Bones. So oh, I went to a diaper uh, party for him. Bones. Bones. Little Bones. It was a good time. What the fuck's a diaper party? Oh, it's just an incredible excuse to drink. You get all your friends together and you're supposed to bring diapers. And that which provides the diapers for the kid for the first months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sam has already said the bride tribe. What the yeah. fuck is oh, that? Oh, be careful. Mm, that oh, sounds boy. like a nightmare. Oh, no. <laughs> sounds dangerous. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just know that I have no idea how this Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You get a bachelor party. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was getting to. I don't know. I don't know how it's going. I don't know if I was made for Hey-o. I think I, that's exactly what you were made for. No, I don't. I don't. Not There's anymore. There's one thing I was made for. <laughs> not <laughs> anymore. Pat bachelor party. <laughs> so I'm in that Lake Tahoe oh, golf. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I'm in that Lake Tahoe golf tournament. I already cool. read my mind, my friend. In July. And in my head, that's probably where. Probably should be. Oh. Because ta- have you ever or been? Or Pebble. No. It's Vegas with daytime lake activities. It's the. It's my favorite place in the U.S. So in my head, that's where I'm thinking that we probably do it at. I don't know though. I honestly, I'm trying to win that tournament. I mean, AJ's <laughs> going to be out there. A lot of your, a lot of your friends that Justin are like, Timberlake too. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. All these the, people that we're the, really uh, tight with. Oh, A. Rod is going to be out there. Oh, of course, all these people. It's just convenient <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> your whole <laughs> Diggs, I think you will be coming, by the way. Whether we're yeah, doing well. a bachelor party or not, you will get oh, yeah, invited. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to let you know that. I mean, uh, even if I wasn't, like, I would have paid my way. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Pat. Yeah, well, I, I've done a bachelor party out there, and there was like 20 of us, and we got this huge mansion Airbnb up in the mountains, mm-hmm. and it was gorgeous. It was like 100 bucks a person. I. Well, yeah, what'd talk, you do there? I don't know. Don't worry about what I did there. That's, that was a past life. I have, I have a bachelor party trick that I don't want to. I don't want to say on air. But if we go, I'll show you it. So that's what I'm thinking. Possibly, we'll okay. see how it all goes. By the way, Lake Tahoe, that golf tournament. I am in it to win it. That's mm-hmm. oh, yeah. got to be. That's it. And it's on TV all four days. NBC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goddamn right it is. We're getting a golf simulator in here this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Training starts now. I'm so go. excited. Let's get better. Three day tournament. Sorry, three days. <laughs> Well, it is. I mean, well, I'm, go fuck yourself. You I couldn't know. get them in Pebble, so we got to go to the top. Oh, 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 o
<laughs> it is early. That tournament just ended about two weeks ago. Did. Okay. They followed me back. Pebble Beach followed me back on the Twitter. There you go. Oh, big. Okay. There you go. If I put on a good show at Lake Tahoe, I assume I'm in at Pebble there Beach. There you go. I assume. Yeah. Pebble will be way confirmed before you first tee shot at Tahoe. By the way, I am... I mean, we're getting a golf simulator in here for one reason, one reason alone. That's so I can just hit thousands of balls a fucking day. Yep. I am going to yeah. go over there and try to win that mm-hmm. thing. But I also am going to have to. I mean, is Lake Tahoe in a place where marijuana is legal? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Nevada. Yeah, I don't is know. It? I think yeah. it is Nevada, no, California. No, no. That's right? why I said it's, that's, it's. So it's literally right on the border. Half of it's on yeah. in California. Half of it's in Nevada. So I think could, both places though. So yeah, all the casinos. So. That's why I said it's Vegas with a lake. You go to the casinos in Nevada and then you stay in the California. Okay, side. listeners. Nice. Here's the deal. We're all going to be at Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to do a show, a live show from there somewhere. <laughs> I will not be able to get very intoxicated while I'm playing. But if you bring the weed and you're scattered mm. amongst the course, I assume I'll stop by and give you a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> That'd be a good time. You might be able to see your other best friend, too. I think he might perform there that weekend. Who's that? Uh, the one we ran into at Vegas, um, where you pointed at him when he was on stage. Calvin, Calvin Harris. Calvin oh, Harris. Yeah. I think he's got a, mm. one of the clubs there. Okay. It's Calvin, li- I have a question for you. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically Vegas. The guy punting a beard. A guy with an NWO shirt on. Sombrero. Wearing a sombrero. Two Bud Lights. Shirt was off at one point. Stone cold. <laughs> he has to. That guy lives a wild life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has to remember that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's seen a lot of things. Anyways, Lake Tahoe. We're going to be there. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm excited win. for it. Going to tr- win it. If you win it, too, you're probably playing in the Celebrity All-Star game. For basketball? Yeah, so here we go. So I watched that. That was terrible. There was oh, a little, yeah. there was was a little so person bad. playing who wasn't Brad, very good. He's hilarious, though. He's a funny yeah. guy. He wasn't great at right. basketball. Yeah, I mean, Williams? How yeah. would you do that to yourself, though? I mean, he's playing at a huge disadvantage of all sports to play a celebrity oh, game. Oh, oh dude. Connor, Poor choice oh, of words. Oh, no, I'm just saying it wasn't, it wasn't just the rebounding. Like it was more. hasn't changed you. It was more. He, he, he was getting crossed up. He almost fell over a couple times. It wow. Was I was watching the bar, I was watching the bar, and I was like, dude, whoever just hit that fucking step back three <laughs> is incredible. And they panned in. It was Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck is Ray doing playing in this game? Sam and I were at P.F. Chang's eating yeah, some yeah. food. You know, because we went in. Yeah. And I was watching that game. And I was like, man, these are terrible basketball players. Mm-hmm. Awful. But except for that one guy that was watching a small old TV, he had a bald head. Same. And I'm like, yo, that, that looks like Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was an actor. He's a celebrity. Yeah. That's true. Technically, the Houston yeah. Rockets GM tweeted, we're game if he is. For if he wants to come do a 10-day contract. <laughs> I think he still has it. Yes, he oh, still yeah. fucking sure. got it. State of the quarter oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. Still got it. Did you see the MVP of that game? No. They just label him as a social media influencer. Who, who was it? it? I don't know. Los I have no Los idea who he was. Los or Flo, uh, La Fosse or something like Even that? Even the people yeah. out of But he did play college like, basketball, so he had some game. So they, I got these people out in uh, Columbus, Ohio. They're called the Flight Lab. Okay. They want to teach me how to jump higher. Nice. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, that's what they do. Is they teach people how to jump like ridiculously high. Can I high. get on that? Sure. I'm gonna try to get them. I want to touch rim. Well, I'm gonna try to get. Them. I want to. I want a windmill if oh, I'm in the yeah, uh, yeah. in the NBA. They, they probably you game. probably just wear those shoes that isolate your calf muscle. Yeah, <laughs> just walk around. Yeah. Yeah. Either Seinfeld. it grows or it dies. Walk around. <laughs> yeah, but it would be nice. And on those wooden floors, I played in one celebrity game. A little bounce to them, huh? There's bounce to them. You could really take off if you have to. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if I get that Flight Lab Academy. Also in the ring. Let's do a Hurricane Rana. I can do a Hurricane Rana. Yeah. Very impressed you knew that word, though. Yeah. Listen, I used to watch a lot. 
What's a Hurricane Rana? I don't know. Ray Mysterio did it. <laughs> 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 Not wrong. Not wrong at all. Listen, I know. Uh, you went to a diaper party back in Pittsburgh. Anything else? I uh, watched a lot of documentaries, a lot of Netflix, a lot of good stuff on there. Watched oh. Polar, pretty good movie. Abducted in plain sight. I don't know if you want to talk about now or later, Let's but that do is it. absurd yeah, get into to it. me. The worst. And no spoilers. Skip ahead if you want, but like, what the fuck was that family oh, thinking? The dumbest Jesus. family alive should not be allowed yeah. to procreate. Should have just been titled Worst Parents of All Time. This <laughs> is just what they should call it. Like, this is how to not be a parent. I mean, did anyone not? I almost pissed myself watching this oh, when... <laughs> He's like, yeah, he picked me up when we went for a ride, and then I... Had Best part of the documentary. And then I fucking jerked him off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? It's kid stuff. He just needed a release. It was just yeah. out of nowhere that they threw in this fact that this guy had to jerk him off for no reason. We got two old white guys yeah. <laughs> willing to do whatever for some terrible people. That's what I've learned in our yeah, back-to-back yeah. documentary uh, yep. saga. Mm-hmm. Old uh, water blowjob guy yep. yeah. and handjob pedophile guy. This I was is like put a Netflix's tweet of their pictures next to each other, but I assumed it had already been done. This is like yeah. Netflix's new scheme. They just drop dick bombs in the middle of their documentary <laughs> out of nowhere. Everyone's like, whoa, 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 where did that, like, because both times, like, where did that come from? Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, dude. Why are you telling these stories? Both of <laughs> you guys should never tell the stories again. Chris yeah. Chris Long tweeted me and said that that just rolled right off of his tongue, too. Yeah, like yeah. It was no big deal. I know. How about them just, the guy gets out of jail after kidnapping their kid, and mm-hmm. then they're just letting him lay in bed with him for like hours. Still yeah. calling days. him B, like this affectionate, family friendly nickname. And yeah, like, uh, so, well, they are terrible. So I pulled, a, I pulled a pat and I stopped. I just oh, oh, I stopped dude. after okay. the You you thought you would get it. You don't. You I, don't. <laughs> I stopped after the Mexico after they flew back from Mexico. Okay? Yeah. He got out of jail and they Oh he, yeah. He, he, he got, came back. Yeah, they oh, yeah. dropped yes. all charges. Yeah, he got sentenced for five years and he what? served ten days in <laughs> and jail. How about the dad? Because the dad what? explains yeah. explains why they dropped the charges. He goes, Well, yeah, we, we had to drop the off? charges because the wife came over and said that if we didn't drop the charges, he was going to expose the affair he had with my wife. And me. Oh, yeah. let's not mention you jerking him no, off no. whenever he did. <laughs> no, I think he meant No, that. he did not. I watched it back again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so he was back having Sunday dinner next week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Then he started banging the mom. Yeah. Regularly, so, yeah. so not just they say they didn't spend just too much time in the car touching breasts. Oh no, he oh, got no, it on. No, 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 no. They started fucking, and then yes. eight part months. Of, part of his treatment was this they said wild. part of his treatment oh. was laying in bed with the girl again, and the parents were like, "Yeah, it's part of his treatment." He's got four nights a week for six months. Yeah. Six months, and what his little that? alien box that he had in the RV, Hilarious. he snuck it into her bedroom. So Speechle, he was still Speechle? talking to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, saying mm-hmm. he's still gonna complete the mission or whatever. Yeah. Terrible. The best. That, that was the, how what? much planning he put into that. Because you can see the girl. She was 11 or 10 when that started. So, like, she's going to believe the, you yeah. know, yeah. The, the abduction, alien abduction story or whatever. But these fucking parents. In my I, head, by oh, the way, I the can't. amount of planning that that guy put in there mm-hmm. is ne- it, it was unbelievable the depth that he went uh. to to convince this child to fuck him. He, he was those types yeah. of monsters are next. Why are the parents not in jail? This then? made they me the only thing that this made me want to do was move to like some rural part of America and take advantage of some family, not to have, oh, not to molest, not to molest the daughter, but to like steal their money. All this documentary <laughs> wanted me to do <laughs> was that go find the next family like this. <laughs> <laughs> that there's so many goddamn simpletons out there that you could go and like drain their four hundred one k. People well, in Nigeria have been doing that yeah. all the time. <laughs> Dr. Phil has entire episodes there. By the way, Dr. Phil in February is about to be lit. Oh, yeah? Know that. 
Dr. Phil's got a lot of shit going on right now. What do you mean? He's uncovering laws. There's this. There's that. There's crazy people. Dr. Phil's heating up right now. He nice. needs to have this family on. He does. I bet yeah. you Dr. Phil will have this family on. God, that would be amazing. I would love it. Just your They should all be locked up. So like the, all of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. So is the daughter okay now? Like, is she right up in the head? They like write a. They wrote a book. They go around and do talks about like how at the to beginning, spot people before out. I, before I stopped, it seemed like she was. She was all there. It seemed like in the head. Kind of. So <laughs> they, they hashed. I out. mean, she was like, you can tell she's messed up a little bit because yeah. she lost her entire childhood. Yeah. But she's oh. like <laughs> more than that. But. Yeah, she's explaining it well. It seems like she's. How about you were talking about the planning? Counseling. How about the sick fucks planned to only go an inch deep so there was no evidence of fucking? Unbelievable. Oh, Everything yeah. he did was just like. Mm-hmm. So calculated. she writes a book about it. She goes on tour speaking to groups and the people to yeah, educate yeah, yeah. them. He starts showing up Jesus at Christ. her speech. Events. Threatening them. Who? The, starts Bob threatening fucking the B. crowd. B. Yeah, yeah, B. No, no, I'm, I'm saying I know who showed up, but who was he threatening? The crowd? Or? No, her. Oh, the yeah. family. Oh, hilarious. The worst part was that they, when they interviewed B's brother, he was like, oh, yeah, I knew B was a pedophile when he was 15. Yeah, and he started oh. working for me. He was like, hey, that guy, guy was a salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't give a fuck a about anything. He was, like, no. anything. he was like, at this point, I decided maybe I should step in. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 40 days into Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh. That girl. They like kids, but why? You sell the shit out of those cars. Yeah. <laughs> Great salesman. <laughs> they, they kept saying this was before we knew what a pedophile was. Yeah, yeah. The, the FBI Stranger was Stranger danger is what we yeah. called him. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> oh, fuck. That's how easy crimes used to be to get away with. Like yeah. that, the no cop in there, Todd, was like, yeah. Train, when he was talking about stranger data, I was like, Jesus. Yeah, between that, the Bundy tapes, learning what police work was like in the 70s, Dude. Todd, that's insane. And then you guys were jerking each other off in the cars just out on the long <laughs> drives. T- I don't I'm get a, it, man. How about Ted Bundy, though, just bouncing like, ah. Yeah, they haven't heard about me in Florida. I'll just go over here. I just yeah. murdered 10 people in Colorado. <laughs> I'm going to go down to Florida. There's no way they've heard about this yet. The newspapers haven't got here yet. Mm-hmm. It's like back in the day when Columbus was sailing across Seriously? the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that was only like 30 years ago, by the way. Like, oh, tw- that's why I'm not sure I'm buying any of this, anything that happened around Columbus. Like You could have just said that you did anything. There's no, there's no fact checking. I was gonna fact check you if you really did sail across the ocean. That abducted in plain sight. We just, I mean, we broke it all down there for you. Just know that it's the worst family of all time, and they somehow compounded it with the worst neighbor of all time. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Connor like last night. I said I, I heard his, I saw his post. He's like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, fl- I'm floored. The last ninety yeah. minutes, don't know what I'm. T- so I'm like, I gotta see this. I don't have the Netflix. So I said, Hey, give me your code. Let me get on the Netflix. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, Shout out my cousin Greg. There is no code. <laughs> So there's no problem, but after, Thanks, just this, <laughs> but there's no entertainment factor in, in the story that I just heard from you guys. Why would I watch this? Because it's no, mesmerizing. It's I mean, it's vomitous. These it's, are docu- documentaries. This is learn. what documentaries are. You're learning about. It's so, very simple stories being told in very simple manners uh-huh. about shit that you would never expect to happen, yes. and it happens. And that's what this is. And like the way you, this one escalates just keeps they, sucking you yeah. back. Like, in. like it sounds mm-hmm. like urban legend, like a story that's grown. 30 times more ridiculous because it's passed from one teller yeah, to like another. it's like a telephone. But these are the actual people telling it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is Bad. unbelievable. I don't know how they find it. Did it ever come out what drugs he was giving her? Sleeping, sleeping pills. pills. Oh, just yeah. not which specific yeah, ones. Good question. How do they find these, these stories? I, I don't know. And then Netflix gets their hands on it. Yeah, well, she was drop, on a book tour, so. Yeah. Netflix right. probably drops like 100 million. Excuse mm-hmm. me, you'd like you to tell your little masturbation. I mean, do you think when that happened, they were like, we got it. Yeah. That's the clip. We got it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The guy sitting behind the camera is like, uh. is, he, is he really going to toast me? Uh, yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> is there more? There is more. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we're just do this for the process. 
Yeah, we got our. He's on the phone, like, yo, we got the uh, dick suck for water scene. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, he jerked off the neighbor pedophile. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, you're still here. Yeah. Do we uh, need to do anything? <laughs> That's like the wife wasn't enough. He had to get the husband to jerk him off. For no reason. Mm. I'm telling you. Yeah, he needed the blackmail. Gorman. That's a sick fuck, man. It is insane the depths that this guy went to to make sure it all worked out for him. It's insane. What city or what state? Uh, Utah. They were fucking... Utah. They were the plate people, too. Um, Golden Plates. Mormons. Or they were... Yeah, they're yeah. Mormons. Yeah, Latter-day Saints. They're Saints. all Mormons, mm-hmm. yeah. LDS. They dropped that like 20 minutes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They dropped it like a Latter-day Saints. I'm like, oh, now we got a whole other game plan going here. <laughs> yeah. It was... Nick sent me a text. was like, uh, by the way, not sure if you have yet. Abducted in plain sight. Must, must see. And I think at that exact moment, Sam and I were just sitting down on the couch. I'm like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> and then 20 minutes later, I think I texted you. This is the most ridiculous <laughs> shit. And Nick gave me like a, duh, you don't even know you. <laughs> you don't even know you. He takes the girl, Gorman. He takes her to Mexico for a while. They eventually get caught. He brings her back. He abducts her again for the second time, takes her to California, enrolls her in all-girls boarding school, and tells them that he's with the CIA, and he's on a dangerous <laughs> mission, and that if anyone comes looking for or asking about both of them, they are the bad guys. And not give them any information. Like, this, is, this is how shit yes. works in the seventies. Yeah. Like, it works for over a hundred days. Six, whenever you know, you know, you said you did the the me. You get it. So you w- don't get it. The, yeah. the, the, the second half of that thing got even worse. Six, you would have survived yeah. so, in the seventies. We are we're opposite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Like conmen. Jesus Christ. We're opposite in the way that I watch. I'll watch a movie all the way from beginning to end, no matter what. If a documentary, if I even if there's even like a thirty second downtime, I'm done with the doc. If there's a hint of you get it. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. out. Mm-hmm. So we're opposite in that way, and that's what I did with this doctor there. Because uh, I thought, like, he's in jail. Oh. He's oh, done. Yeah. It kept growing. In my yeah. mind was, all right, I've watched it. He's done. It's insane. I don't want to go back. The way they shot I, Tanya was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it was a documentary with actors, though. Mm-hmm. It was kind yeah. of how, she kind of won, how Bohemian uh, I really enjoyed it. The mom won an Oscar. She should have for best supporting being a terrible human. Yeah, (laughs) but a great actress. But it was it was a really good idea though. It was like they were filming it as if it was very candid. At one point in the middle of the movie, the mom goes, "Well, I'm." getting dropped out of the storyline. This kind of fucking sucks. <laughs> and then they go to another scene. Like there was a lot of like clever. I enjoyed the idea. What I learned from that, or like any other any of these stories, is if you're if you have a child. Never enroll them in gymnastics or ice skating or anything like that because their lives are fucking terrible the entire time. Well, it depends on. Well, no, no, I'm not even talking about the Michigan State. (laughs) I'm talking about like they just they're miserable lives. Like all you do is ice skate or do gymnastics for 13, 14 hours a day. Diving too. Have you ever seen the diving? Like when people do the diving. Any of those weird niche Olympics Olympic sports. And not only that, like it dominates the whole family. One of my friends, his his <laughs> sister growing up was like the number three figure skater mm-hmm. in the world. Like she she was like the next spot to get in the Olympics yeah, every yeah. time. And like he's like my whole childhood, all we did was just travel around for yeah. my sister's. That's like Phil in. right now, Phil our CFO. He's traveling around with his son who does wrestling, his daughter does dancing. He's got another little baby. It's like parenting is. I went like, to so dinner it, with Phil and the family Tuesday night, and he came from <laughs> hockey practice. His son came from rec- wrestling practice. His wife and daughter came from dance practice, Ugh. and they had the baby too. I was like, uh, they were like, "What'd you do all day?" And Gorman's pushing for me to fucking have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's insane. I, like, I laid on the couch. I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Judge me. Imagine if you have a kid and the neighbor tries to get, get you to jerk him off because it's just kid stuff. 
And then he holds it over your head. Because he hates his wife and he has been jerked off for a long time. Oh, man. Then he starts fucking your wife. Oh. <laughs> oh, That's where I draw the line. Nobody's fucking my wife. But me. So I'll fuck you with my hand. That's <laughs> kid stuff. Uh, Gorman, you had a diagnosed with broken ribs during the break? Not so much broken, the dislocated ribs. Two on one side, one on the other. Thank you, Top Golf. How does that happen, though? Because it's your fault, and I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> How hard are you swinging, by the way, if you separate I know, I know. your listen, ribs from well, the cartilage? Well, listen. <laughs> well, listen. Yeah. So, so I'm hitting those pitching wedges and, and nine irons, stepping on a little bit. Everything's good. Everything's good, all right? <laughs> the last day comes, and I'm, I'm feeling a little tick, tick, tick. And he and Pat's like, oh, watch this. I saw Mahomes do this. I'm going to do this. So the thing spits the ball out, <laughs> oh, and my. he's hitting it flush. Yep. Uh-huh. He's hitting it flush. I'm like, By the huh. way, everybody loved Patrick Mahomes when he did it. When I did it, nothing. It was great. <laughs> it was great. So the ball's coming out. I'm like, you know what? On the sly, too, because everyone's got their phone ready. So I'm like, on the sly, I'm going to see if I can spit this out. I whiff four times. I mean, I oh shit! Oh, I have that video. I, I, I have that video. Oh, that boy Z. I, I whiff four Wait, you times. Whiffed? What do you well, mean? I mean, I could not hit the ball. Like Missed I was. Like, I thought you were an athlete. I thought so He's too. 50. So hold on. So I have a three wood, by the way, because I saw what you did, and I'm like, okay, hell with that. You know, I hit. I missed three times, three, four times. I'm like, Christ! No wonder why you're a fullback. So. <laughs> So I'm, so Foxy's like, yeah, we're doing this game, and then you're like, yeah, we're doing this game. You got to hit every shot with the three wood, and then you pump it in the oh, back. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, let me at it. Good game. Let me at it. I haven't, I haven't picked up a golf club in four and a half Nick years. Nick won that game, by the way. I did. Yeah, because you're fusion surgery. Don't forget. So, so I'm like, okay. So I'm trying to hit the back of the thing with a three wood, the back of the, of the netting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just all, ah, let's go, let's go. I start feeling the twinge a little bit in the airport that night. Sunday comes around. I'm like, oh, something's not right. Monday comes around. I'm coming in here, and I'm like, oh, I got to go to the chiropractor. I mean, pronto. I hit him first. I come in here. I can't. St- I can't sit down. He goes, well, Connor listen, actually said that's you're why you were miserable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> miserable. So then, so then he's like, hey, you do have some issues on your left side, not just the right. Let me see what's going on over here. And I'm like, ah. He's like, bro, you really effed up. You really effed up. You can't sit down. You got to wrap your ribs. Next time, if it's still hurting, come back, we'll take x-rays. I'm like, yeah, but I'm leaving soon for to drive up to Michigan to see my family. And he's like, worst thing you can do, sit down for long periods of time. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Christ almighty, what now? So I go back in, we do the x-rays on, and he's like, hey, you dislocated ribs. When they come, when they come away from... Your spinal column, mm-hmm. which is front and oh, back. Oh, Marlon Manson. Marilyn Manson did it so he could suck his own dick. <laughs> yeah. They come away. It's so just found a buddy to jerk Utter off. pain. I'm thinking, okay, I've got something cancerous growing in the middle of my oh, place. No. Yeah. I'm like, well, I talked to you about it. I'm like, yeah. bleeding ulcers is something mm-hmm. that I, I think. These stomach pains. He's like, no, 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 dumbass. It's all because your ribs are out. So he's like, this is going to take a process up to two weeks to six weeks. You just got to keep coming back. Oh, we got to hear about to, this for two, two to six. six. So yeah, that is, I'm like, okay. So I did the I did the drive up Dr. to Michigan. Connor doesn't agree. I've got a softball. <laughs> it's full shit. I've got a softball that's sitting on the back of my. Oh no! But uh, no, a true. I grabbed a softball. Yeah, that would hurt yeah. so bad. And I just to move around while I drove because if you stand still, I mean, you saw me that one day. I, I had to yeah. get on the ground and start stretching. You're, you're currently standing. Yeah, I mean, because it's still there. So I, I was like, that was the worst part of this. The break, which is great. Seeing family, watching hockey, doing all that was great. I was planning on going to Nashville as well. I was like, F that. I'm not going to Nashville if I got to sit in the car for another four hours. So I muscled it through. I, I delayed my trip home. 
came back crying, you know, just like after getting out of the car four hours. <laughs> was like, God, Lord. Yeah, so I was like. Are you still what? getting, are you getting cracked this week? Yeah. Oh, yeah, tomorrow morning. Well, you're going to the chiropractor? Mm-hmm. Some fucking Mickey Mouse doctor to fix this? Your hey, wrist? by the way, chiropractors, I don't think they get enough credit. I don't think chiropractors get enough. Shut up, Diggs. <laughs> All right, for God's sake. Shut up I agree. No, no, I do like them until they fucking put their two ha- two hands around your just tell them no. face and neck. Yeah, just say no. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. life right there. I've seen way too many henchmen get killed that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> the killers are getting killed. That's how the killers get killed. I also had a horrible four-hour drive. I had to sit on an airplane pillow for four hours to go pick up my goddamn dog. I got this thing bleeding from my ass for eight days. <laughs> What's going on? Diggs got a hemorrhoid. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Diggs turned 30. It started, it started on Monday, and I, cu- I couldn't even walk Monday and Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, lots of blood. Really? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's a bad you one. Got the, you got B coming by? Really? What, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah. Who we'll gets that it. thing shaved off? Yeah, I'm going to eventually this week. But but I've, I've heard. get it strangled. I've heard, what the they, I've heard the procedure. They lay you flat on the table and then they bring the table together, which raises your ass straight up in the sky. I got, I'm going to have to get waxed before this. Like, I can't go in there with nah, this situation. Nah. Maybe a bleaching. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that know. as well you. while you're there. Yeah. I, I think I might rather just die or just bleed. Digs, digs, digs. You turn 30, you got a hemorrhoid. Is it just something that happens? You just need a little preparation eight. That's what we do. Yeah, I've been uh-huh. doing it for eight days. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to get a Brazilian wax. I don't know. Apparently, ain't, yeah, apparently ain't no there's, there's a rubber band situation. I don't know. Well, it's, uh, I don't feel comfortable. They're not fun. They're not fun <laughs> to deal with. I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. Can Traveling. we call you the rubber band man? <laughs> <laughs> I would actually appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so Gorman, you're still battling the ribs. Yeah, we're de- we're getting there. Much better though. I can How breathe. How are the cars coming? Uh, cars oh. are good, man. Cars are good. I think they're on the back of a hauler right now, coming from west nice. to east. So nice. I'll give you an update next time we talk on air. Coming from west to east. <laughs> <laughs> way, way west. Way Hawaii west. west? Hawaii yeah, like, west? Way west to east. Hey, by the way, uh, Hawaii's way the fuck out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Uh, whenever we were on that nine-hour flight. A lot of water What time. about What about stopping in L.A. for the night, having a nice meal, waking up, and then going to Hawaii? <laughs> nah. No? Straight through. Could have took the helicopter. Straight through. The helicopter's beautiful. Oh, the, was there good airplane meals? Uh, no, I'm not saying good. With these, these flight attendants. Uh oh. How's the Wi-Fi? We're on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the flight attendants, I think they've been getting like more angry. I feel like flight attendants have been getting yeah. more and more angry. They're lashing out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's like relax. I think because passengers are wor- getting worse yeah. and worse. I disagree. I well, no, I, not us, not, not the people in the room, but think about how generations are getting worse and worse. That's who the yeah, flight but attendants are. Nobody wants to, to fucking talk to them. Like, everybody just puts their headphones in and does their own thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But if you accidentally have your leg outside the aisle or something, and I'm not even talking about me. I'm just talking about. I, I feel like back in the day, they might have been like, hey, is there any way you can put your leg? Now it's like, we will. We will land this plane I if you got, don't put that I, I fucking I leg back this. in your seat. Maybe tips. Maybe if Aaron, That's what I always wondered. If we could give them tips, that would they help. would be more pleasant during the flight to possibly get There is an element, though, like when we were flying to Austin, they, they told us ahead of time, hey, this flight is full. If you have an extra bag, we do ask that you check it because there's no way it's going to fit in the overheads. And you would see countless people uh, still bored with a laptop slung over and then another bag. Mm. And then they got in there and there's no room for Then I got to go I'm back. back I'm, I'm okay like, with on. that. My issue since we were traveling this week is put you the only bag that goes up top is your carry-on bag. Like don't put your fucking book bag yeah, up top when right. it easily yeah. fits under the seat. Under. Under. I normally sit in yeah. row 1. You're giving people too much oh, credit for that. They're just scumbags. They'll take all the overheads. Fucking space. scumbags. Yeah. What also, happens to the like, bar I blame if it, it on... fits underneath, put oh, it underneath. Oh, fuck. So we got on the plane from Chicago to Hawaii. Yeah. 
and Sam had a bag, mm-hmm. I had a backpack, mm-hmm. and the top thing, big plane, big space, right? Mm-hmm. So we get there late, though. I don't like getting on a plane early. I just, it's, I don't know why we're rushing to get in there. Mm-hmm. I never understood it. But we get in there, and the one right above, literally directly above our pods, it's the entire length of our pod, I open it, and there's one book bag sitting in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, is this your book bag to the 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 couple behind us, homosexual couple behind us? Mm-hmm. And the one guy's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, can I move it to the side or whatever? He's like, we got more going up there. I was like, oh, this sounds <laughs> like a you problem because I'm right here ready to that's put the bags on, that's in. That's why I get on first. So I put in Sam's bag and then I put mine, or I put my bag in and yeah. I put Sam's bag on top of mine uh-huh. mm-hmm. in the one little corner. I go, we just took up the one corner so if you need the rest of it, you can use the rest <laughs> of it, nice okay? Nice Whenever shit. you get comfortable and want to put your bag up. Okay. We were the last people on the fucking mm-hmm. plane. I don't know when they were planning on They go, oh, thank you. The guy grabs a scarf and puts it up there oh, and then shuts God. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh I have never in my life experienced something like Sam was like, you just got punked. I was like, I did. <laughs> I absolutely did. And in that bag, I had like. <laughs> oh, when we were in Atlanta, going home, we'd go, we'd, so we go to Atlanta and then to Indianapolis. I go, it was full where our plane is. So the, the next place to get over is just to the left. So we walk over there and sit down because there's more room. I sit down and look over. There's three empty seats here. And then Adam Vinatieri's to my right. Did you say hello? No. He was looking down. He was doing the move, which is a good move if you're you or Adam Vinatieri, somebody like that. He's just looking down, like didn't want to look up at people. And I'm like, this is so fucking Vinny. awkward because I met him like six at? times. Atlanta airport. Atlanta airport. Coming back from Austin? Yeah. You went from Austin to Atlanta to Indy? Yeah. Might still make sense. Huh. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I was you like, said hello. I was the biggest battle ever. But I, what I was afraid of is if I open that door, because we're going else. to Indianapolis, yeah. everybody around yeah, would realize yeah, yeah. and it would ruin his time. Hey, hero mover. But, yeah. Uh, guys, I got some bad news. It's not all trouble in the skies. Oh. It's on the ground, too. It's pothole season. Oh, oh I smacked Lights. a big one driving Monsters. home, put a giant Dude. bubble in my tire. It was a nightmare. I stopped looking. It's the only thing that's it's the best cure in the world. I haven't looked at my phone once can't. while driving. You can't. You no. literally can't. You got to put your phone down. We talked all last year. Save a life. We talked, Save a tire. We talked all last year <laughs> about Indiana being the worst on it's Earth. The wor- it's the worst, Pat. Hold on. We talked literally all last year about it being the worst. It was a huge... Topic of conversation on this show on Heartland Radio yep. about how Indiana is the worst. I even went after the mayor a couple of times. I was yeah. like, "Yo, yeah. like it's it's not your fault. It sucks that the roads are deteriorating under your watch, but they're deteriorating under your watch." Mm-hmm. It's like when I moved into my house, a lot of the ash trees decided to die and fall <laughs> into the fucking neighbors' yards. I had to pay for the fucking the whole thing. It sucks. It's just a, a thing of timing. Uh huh. It's gotten worse somehow. It it's even worse now. And it, we, we've added 129. They're, mo- the they're moats. They're so big. Yeah. They're fucking moats. It's, and then New York Times, I guess, wrote an article about the entire city of Indianapolis being a puddle. Like, we have the worst in the country. Mm-hmm. It is bad here. It's not, just, it's not just roads, too. It's highways. I'm not even going to drive at night anymore. Oh. Can't. You can't. My truck. I have a big-ass yeah, truck, yeah. right? I mean, we've, we've seen my truck. We're looking for big-ass tires, by the way. <laughs> We're going. Just, we, we got one. We got one. Never mind. Don't need to take that out. Take that. <laughs> but uh, I'm joking. Don't take. Maybe take. Leave what Dick said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> take the time. So my truck, I almost got T-boned up over a curb the other day. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truck survived. Mm-hmm. Truck survived. Wow. This morning on my way in here on a highway, I hit one that I thought the truck was not going to survive. Like it was like a full on. 
Yeah, it, it was rattles your ribs. Like, everything. I thought the front end of my car was coming off when I hit it. It's bad, dude. I don't know how you fix it. Either. I saw this video on the internet of this little truck, little yeah. machine. The animated one? Yes. Yeah. Is that not a real thing? Because if it is, we need it. I think it's a concept. I think you could order Domino's and they'll fix it. Too. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, that was, that was the a big plan. Liars. Yeah. Domino's gave up on the state of Domino's, Indiana. Domino's, yeah. <laughs> they, they would not bring that truck in Indiana. They didn't have enough. It was. It's bad. Though. I literally, I have, sto- I've, I have stopped. I've put my phone in my pocket. I have no more phone while driving because... Good job. It That's a take, tire. You can take your entire fucking car. The road in front of where you turn off to go to my addition, the entire north lane yeah. is just crumbling and falling off. <laughs> to oh. the point when I two days ago pulling into my addition, traffic had to stop that was going that direction. Wait for oncoming traffic to pass. <laughs> go into their lane to right. get around it. You actually oh, wow. have Jeez. to drive. You have to drive for the other lane though. Yeah. Like near my house, same thing. Mm-hmm. There's one particular lane that you can't drive, so you have to look for them for when somebody's yeah, gonna. It out. So that yep. you have to drive with them. It's like we're a team yeah, here against the roads. Twenty five mile an hour top speed around my house. I mean, that's it. it. And I'm talking about city streets, not side streets mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. It's bad. It's twenty to twenty five miles. This past an weekend downtown, so there it's was a, I believe it was an asphalt convention. <laughs> I swear to God, and I was like, <laughs> it why was. are you guys you know, yeah. just getting together <laughs> and taking care of this hey. now that you're all in one spot? Why don't we stop convening? Okay. <laughs> and get to get start to doing. <laughs> last, last year, in the middle of us bitching about that on all the shows, I did a corporate event downtown. You remember? Because I let uh, you let yeah. me leave part of the day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was for an asphalt paving convention. <laughs> and I was like, "You're going to tell me that everybody in this room." Drove past all this bullshit <laughs> and still agreed to have your conference. You should be out working right yeah, now. Yeah, it's true though. Oh, fuck, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It was the it was the subject of a national article. Is how bad the Indianapolis roads are. That's not. We're good. not lying. We're not lying, no. people. No. And somehow you're right. Got worse than last year. Got worse. You, I would never believe that that was possible. Oh, they, 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 bro, they showed it on the local news. This one work crew. So we get yelled at when we fix them. <laughs> we yell at when we don't, <laughs> and then he takes the shovel. And <laughs> the local news is like a lot of trouble for local workers. I went to go get my car checked up over the break because I'm a smart man. You know, take mm-hmm. advantage of your time. Sure. And they were like, they were like, you. <laughs> Way to compliment yourself. Like, they were like, uh, these are the, three of these tires are the baldest tires we've ever seen. <laughs> and I was, I, they were like, the one's really good. Pothole? I'm like, yep, pothole. <laughs> so everyone knows. But I was like, I'm not getting new fucking tires. The lease is up in four months. So I'm going to drive these motherfuckers <laughs> to the tread. I fl- the Tesla got a flat <laughs> last, last year. Yeah, I remember. The yeah. Tesla got a flat from, uh, yeah. came up out of nowhere. Pothole? Yeah, because you, you bend the rim. Nowadays, yeah. Nowadays, when you drive around Indiana, you got to remember where they are. It's yeah. like memorizing oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah, Mario yeah. Kart course. Exactly. Right? Oh, yeah. exactly. It's like memorizing a Mario Kart course. And all of a sudden, one came out of nowhere one night, and it just and I drove all the way up Pendleton Pike, like two miles with this fucking <laughs> all the way to the house. And that was when I lost it about Joe Hogson. It's <laughs> fucking done with that. This one just popped out of fucking nowhere. The funniest thing I ever seen was one that was so bad last year that they just threw a cone in it. <laughs> it was just a cone, like wow. halfway into the ground with just a little orange tip sticking out. You could out. see the bricks. Yeah. yeah. You could, so Indi- From like 1908. Yeah, Indiana is found on bricks, uh-huh. I guess. The city, yeah. all the roads are bricks, and you can actually see them in some of these fucking moats. Incredible. Uh, all right, let's get to Zito. See, you went to Cuba? Uh, no, my mom would have gotten uh, imported. If, that's, nope, that's not the word. Imported. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have her uh, birth. Uh, Who no, would have no, known imported. that him going to Cuba was a lie? 
So we it was supposed to be a one day flight. Uh, we were supposed to leave out of Orlando, and uh-huh. uh, the people said if she doesn't have her her first, uh, her, oh, her so passport, you really did try going. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have to have your Cuban passport because on her passport right now it says resident of Cuba or like was or whatever, mm-hmm. born or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she, she defected, right? She got out of there. Yeah. I so they they take those away when they leave their original passports. But now to get back in there, you need to have those passports. So we had to pay someone like $600 to like go to like the embassy over there and like to get it fixed. Never got it. So you got hustled by a Cuban. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You, pay, you actually did pay the 600 No, no. It was like oh, her okay. like cousin. Her cousin. like It was like the fees to I pay. I would never guess that somebody in the Zito family would finesse somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, a lot of people had a lot of reactions on the internet whenever you said you were going back to Cuba. Yeah, I had the very same reaction. I did not know that people from Cuba who left Cuba Correct. would want to go back to Cuba. Mm-hmm. You said your mom very much wanted to go back. Though, yeah, right? she still has like cousins and stuff over there. So she wants to see them, give them some money and all that. I guess we did, but. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with that? Um, uh, so we ended up going to Puerto Rico instead. Oh, nice. So nice. like we were able to change our flights. <laughs> oh, well, we can't get into Cuba, so let's go to Puerto Rico. Yeah, so nice. it was a one-day like ticket thing, so we were just like, oh, let's just go to Puerto Rico. Okay, so you go to Puerto Rico a couple of days with the mom? Yep, uh, I think it was a whole week. Did you enjoy the hell out of it? Yeah, it was fun. You disappeared. Yeah, you were yeah. gone. No so one yeah. knew anything of where Zito was. Off yeah. Radio silence. We thought you actually went to Cuba and did actually maybe were getting Because we there. have a group text message for everybody that knows. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this business, basically, is in the group text. Yeah, Jason McAfee's in there <laughs> has not said a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just oh creeps God. on everybody. It's an interesting thing. And then Zito, normally very active in the group text, uh-huh. disappeared just out of nowhere. Turn the old phone off. That's nice. Unplug a little bit. Yeah. That's good. But on the way to Florida, though, a guy almost died in my flight. Code Red. Yeah. It Zito, was, Zito was live tweeting it. I, I have never been in, a, in an area where they say, is there a doctor available? Yes. Hold on. Me and Foxy just had this a week ago. Standard it's, Code Red. It's the most insane thing. And then it was like a night flight. So like people are like, ah, because it's like hit the button if you're a, or hit, turn your light on if you're a doctor. So, like, people were like, ah, should I do ding, it? Ding. <laughs> <laughs> and they, like, didn't want to do it. So, like, there ended up being three doctors on the flight, though. Yeah, there's normally, it's like, the safest place to be is probably a plane. I learned that whenever that thing happened. We had the oncologist right next to me who yep. might have been the greatest doctor on earth. They shoot him. <laughs> then there was three other doctors and four first responders. One of them was a the last responder, though. That bitch was really <laughs> But, yeah, it's a crazy scene on it. But it gives you something to do, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. it, for oh, me, yeah. it gave me, like, an entire, I was like, oh, this Was is it awesome. here? Was it in Indy on the ground or where was it? When did no, it... it was in the air. What happened? In the air. Uh, so the guy gets up and you can see his like he was uh, the middle guy in the, the three seater. Yeah. So cool. he's like trying to get out. Like he's like having like he's holding his chest and stuff. Oh, he had a heart attack. No, we'll we'll find out. But so he gets up and the guy's <laughs> oh. like pushing him out of the way and like the guy that's in the uh, the the aisle seat. Um or the yeah. Yeah. So he's like, oh, this guy's an asshole, and he's like walking to like the back and just. <laughs> face plants in the ground holding his chest and everything and where are you at i'm like right i'm like one row behind oh, so, so i, I oh, see that guy go fell. down one oh, row behind Zito. where he fell or where he was in sitting in front so like so he walked past me and then just went down oh, oh so, so i thought it was near. a trip i thought it was a trip the whole time so i was like ready i was like oh this guy got tripped so his <laughs> <laughs> so his jacket pocket got stuck in one of like the, oh, the things oh, so bro. he's like awkwardly <laughs> hanging so like all these people are trying to like unhook him <laughs> This guy's holding his chest. This is out of your seat? No, no, it was like the one across. Oh, so I'm like, look at this. So I'm pulling too. So I'm like, trying to get, 
his jacket rips. And I'm just like, oh, so shit. So what happened? So the doctor comes in and ended up being just like very, very lightheaded. And he thought he was having a heart attack. He has had a heart attack before. Did you offer before. him his water? Oh, I water? gave him my water. I gave it to him, to the doctor, to give it to the patient or the guy on the floor. The doctor drank it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it was supposed to be for that guy. <laughs> your mom, how'd your mom react? She was, she was knocked out next door, but. <laughs> it was like, one of the funniest things. Did she drive to Indy to fly? Or did you go no, to Chicago? No, I, I drove to you Chicago. Drove to in the Kia? Wow. In the Kia, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kia is almost done for. It hit 100,000 miles anniversary. Nice. Congratulations. Nice. Thank you. Attaboy, Kia. 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 We made it. Lastly, superior machine. Yeah. Did you get a new battery yet? No, uh, I'm going to order one, though. I think I'm going to step up. No. I don't know. <laughs> I think you should think about it. I mean, your uh, warranty's uh, up now. It comes with 100,000 mile warranty. It does, yeah. yeah. What do you mean? When you buy a Kia, it gets a you get a free ten year, hundred thousand mile warranty. You now you don't now all the repairs are on you. Yeah, this is something that Finesito should have known. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for a new car. (laughs) I think so. I'm gonna buy the same model. Gorman, Gorman, we got got you coming. Can you get the same model car, same color, just brand new? Whatever you want. They're on the truck. They're on the hall. Or coming west to east. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I told you this already. Far west. Zito. Did you do anything weight-wise while you were gone? Oh, I ate so much Cuban food, Puerto Rican food. Uh, yeah, I gained like 25, 30 pounds. <laughs> that a boy. What nice. do you think you're going to be at after one month after this thing? Like March 1st, what do you think you're going to weigh? You think you're going to be up 50 pounds from what you lost? <laughs> Is that 25 to 30 a guess or you know? A guess. Okay. It's in my face, though. You kind of feel it. Yeah, we can see. My, my heart was hurting a little bit. Um, but I, I've learned that if you take photos looking down a little bit, yeah, yeah, you can look a little oh, skinnier. Zito's learning angles. Yeah, it's the model. <laughs> it's the model thing. You got to stick your yeah. head up. When that then... guy went down with the chest pain, Zito totally <laughs> took his pretzels. <laughs> so he takes his pretzels, and then he, he starts posing. Yeah. <laughs> get that water back? These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> Well, so tell me this, though. Isn't it a bad move if I, like, record the guy or the doctor or anything like that? Because I, I was going to do that, and I was like, ah. Yeah, I don't. I think you probably shouldn't do that. You know, if he was getting kicked off That was off against the HIPAA, plane, though. That was against you, HIPAA, though, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Couldn't do that. <laughs> you're not a doctor. So. Yeah, I don't think you're bound by those rules. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, the HIPAA rules are for people with education. Oh. <laughs> I'm good at that. Just a little bit. Uh, I'm happy you came back. Yeah, the mother liked it though. That's all that matters. We're very. I, I agree. We're sweet. We're very worried that you were dead though. Mm-hmm. There was a couple conversations about you potentially being. How dead. come you didn't take the rest of the family? Uh, <laughs> I only had <laughs> a little bit of money. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pick and choose my battles. Yeah, there. Sorry, guys, I came in second. <laughs> you you were all gonna come, but Todd's Todd, a dickhead. <laughs> Todd wore a sweat outfit the entire night before. Connor, what'd you do? I went to Buffalo. <laughs> nice. It was a good trip. It was a good trip. Yeah, that's about it for me. I went to Buffalo. It snowed the whole time. Casino took all my money. Took a limo to a lacrosse game. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> that. Now, now, let me tell you. The trip from Buffalo to Rochester is a tough one. You hop in a limo, it's, it's a breeze. Basically, uh, you blink and you're there. How many hours did you rent that thing? Uh, we rented it for three. We had it for like four and a half. Did you do it so you could drink? And Yeah, we did. Because yeah, yeah. we, well, we looked around the room. We are like, all right, so who wants to DD to the lacrosse game? Like, Who's the cross game? Like what? My buddy Brad. He went to Canisius. <laughs> oh, never yeah. would have guessed. Old Brad and Jack go lacrosse Brad. game over there in Rochester. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. It was a good time. We go, go Griffs. They lost, but what are you going to do? What are the Griffs? Uh, Canisius Griffins. Go Griffs. That's uh, what they do. I think <laughs> Canisius has a soccer team. They look. I think I got a letter yeah. from Canisius at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they life. got a good team. 
lot nice. of snow. I almost got kicked out. Yeah, a lot of snow. Almost you almost got, got kicked, kicked out of lacrosse game? Oh, yeah. Only oh. fans there came out of a limo, never would have guessed. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Recommended a few bologna and cheese sandwiches for those referees. The Hobart team did not like that. Why'd you? Mm. Because they were blowing it? They're blowing it. Oh. But you can't swear. Because I know, I know, because I've been kicked out of a few games. So when you go to the games, if you swear, you're off the table. <laughs> yeah. Right away. First time, you're out. But if you don't swear, then they just stand behind you and look pissed Let me at hear. you the whole time. I don't know. Time. I got hear. kicked off for telling to get off, off there. Mike. Off Mike. What? Yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. yelling? Yeah. It's like, hey, that's a bologna and cheese sandwich! <laughs> like something like that. And you're about to get kicked out for Oh, that? my God. They they sent two coaches up from Hobart. These two coaches <laughs> from Hobart were like, hey, look, we don't like to, we don't like to promote uh, arguing with the refs this and bad it. sportsmanship. I was like, okay, well... I'm not doing either because I'm not swearing. And I'd like refs, to promote better refing. Yeah, and the refs, <laughs> I'm trying to help them out. Yeah. Speaking of refing, inside scoop, the AAFL there, yeah. the replay reviews, oh. yeah, pretty interesting that to you watch. Can listen to it. They should do that with the NFL. Yeah, they yeah. never will. No, 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 never ever will because yeah, it might be some cooking. I'm really happening. enjoying that right. league. Are you really? Yeah, quarterback plays awesome. Terrible. Awesome. <laughs> Not for digs. So I almost put out a tweet, but I didn't want to start it. I was having a very positive. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause... I almost put out a tweet that was like. If Hasselbeck gave me a one-day session of teaching me what the coverages are, I would be the best quarterback in the fucking AAFL. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The best quarterback in the AFL right Don't now say Hackenberg. learned how to play quarterback from YouTube. That's what I'm saying. Like he oh he actually Sean learned. Richardson, by the way, rebirth because he's scoring touchdowns. <laughs> Spike in the wall. about it. I see two teams playing that were wearing the same color dark uniform. Yeah, that was the weirdest yeah. thing. I'll tell you, the AFL, a lot of people asked me this. A lot of people asked, a lot of people have tweeted that I should be commentating. They did offer me. The AFL did oh, offer yes, me to did. commentate, mm-hmm. they, which is, by the way, very forward thinking of the AFL. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. huge, very, very thankful for that. I had literally just signed my WWE contract the day before that, though, with the XFL on the horizon. Right. I didn't want to piss off Vince right. McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. I'm enjoying Maurice Jones-Drew on a microphone, yeah. though. I like MJD a lot. Marvin Lewis, also not terrible. Which but is very surprising. For me. The issue with quarterbacks is you have four on a team right now. You have four on a team going into offseason. So you're talking about four per team times 32. Do the math. Mm-hmm. What is that, 138? Mm-hmm. 128? Mm-hmm. Roughly. That one. 128? Mm-hmm. That's 128 quarterbacks that you can't use mm-hmm. because they're all on an NFL team hoping to make an NFL roster. Mm-hmm. So you are literally picking from the bottom of the barrel when it comes to quarterbacks, mm-hmm. which is the most important position on a fucking <laughs> field. So that's gonna <clears throat> it's going to slow down offenses there. But I've enjoyed watching football and on these these yeah, Sundays. Yeah, I mean, it's an off Saturdays. it's an off time, so might as well just throw it on. I like it. Punters and kickers have been average. They've been average. Hit mm-hmm. or miss there. Nick Novak's in the game. I like him. He's an OG. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, just out there doing it stuff. Yeah, Cole, uh, Schmidt too. Uh, punter for the Bills. Then he got f- they fired both punters from the Bills. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was one of them. He's now he's playing for the Birmingham. No team. kickoffs, right? No, no. kickoffs. Talk about twenty five. Makes sense, by the way. Yeah, I mean, people. A lot of people think I would be against that. Not really. You don't have yeah. talented enough people there to block for anybody, so there's no real big return mm-hmm. coming. Right. But I've enjoyed I've enjoyed watching football. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there was an urge to go fucking what is it, Uncle Rico? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> start throwing some balls in the backyard and be like, I think I could play quarterback in this fucking league. That would be a great documentary. 
Let's oh, it'd be awesome. Oh, it'd be a great documentary. Oh, my God. Me and Hasselbeck in a, yes. in, a, in a film room. Like, all right, what does that mean? Well, that means this guy's going to duck it. Because it's not, it can't be that sophisticated of defenses. They've only been practicing for like three no, weeks. No, they're not allowed to rush. They can only rush five guys. They can't blitz more. Dude, I, That's what I'm saying. It has to be like what? Pro Bowl defense. What's his name got laid the fuck oh, out? Quarterback? Yeah. Oh, that was, I didn't watch the first week. I only uh, watched the second week. But I've enjoyed watching football. Speaking of documentaries, maybe we document you preparing for Tahoe. Slash our time in Tahoe. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll definitely be documenting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we will definitely documentary your your little bachelor party trick. <laughs> A sense of uncomfortability. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll definitely document that. That'd thing. be cool. I'm excited for the golf simulator content that we come up with. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Got to get some pros in here. Mm-hmm. Got to get some John Daly in here a little bit. I think you're going to need a putting green too. Yeah, I think that's so very too. important. By the way. On the Big Island, I asked for a putter. Mm-hmm. I got probably two, three hundred putts in whenever I was in the room oh, and in uh. the thing. I feel good. I thought about stealing the putter. What kind was it? Huh, Callaway. Oh, okay. Ooh. It was a good one. Huh? It was a little shoe, but it had the super stroke. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the big grip. The super gotta stroke, super stroke which mm-hmm. I've never had before on my putters. I got it. Nice touch. I found my my thingy. Did so they... what happens is I normally when I putt. I open the head a little bit so it pushes it to the right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, it's more of like yeah, to put a little. What I've learned is there is a sweet spot on that putter. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So I never even thought of hitting the sweet spot on the putter. <laughs> <laughs> it rolls nice and evenly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I got a new grip where I turn the hand over a little bit so it keeps the thing locked in, and then I I point with my left finger because mm-hmm. it keeps it straight. Yep. And then I'm trying in my head all I'm thinking is just hit it in the sweet spot, and I was putting. Like a mat, I was hitting fucking table posts, table lamp post things on in a room. I bought like twenty putts in one night. <laughs> just tink, 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 tink. I felt real good. We got to put it on the simulator. It's no, not, but it's I, not real. But there's a there's a company here in town. It's a, a family comfortable com- uh, company. Oh, okay, yep. And they have a big long putting thing that I think will get. Me so I feel like you should have had the front desk just ship that here. Duh. The putter. The putter? Yeah. Just to put it on the tab. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that email, that email list was insane, dude. We did what? <laughs> I don't remember drinking that. <laughs> we did have some frozen drinks. Frozen oh, yeah. Cocktails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From vacation. What was your favorite meal over there? That breakfast buffet every day was the yeah. best. It was the thing I look forward to the most. It was like waking <laughs> up like, oh, here we go. Breakfast was the best. For and us, it's too. five hours behind. So I'm still fucked up right now. The it's five mm-hmm. hours behind. Oh. So I'm still in a bad spot. Oh, you're jet lagged. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we were getting breakfast at like six thirty, seven a.m. We look like we were like super professional. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking in there with like the business owners that are there. Like, yeah, seven a.m. breakfast. But really, it's like noon for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We look like these super smart, sophisticated, hardworking couple. It's like ah, it's fucking we. We are. Fu- I'm still messed up. Did you get some good naps in. Uh yeah, I did yeah, a lot yeah. of napping on that day bed. Oh yeah. Because one of my really good friends gave me a relaxed pills, mm-hmm. a couple of them. Oh. Very nice of them for mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. And boy, I'll tell you what, when you take some of those and you're <laughs> staring out at the whales fucking, it's really <laughs> with, with nothing else to do. You just fall asleep out there. Mm-hmm. Sam's just getting burned up. I'm having mm-hmm. a good time. But I feel like I found my putt and stroke, which was a big weakness in my game. I will. I would two putt. But yeah. I, you, I'm not gonna make a putt. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no putts falling. Your goal was not to make it, was to nestle it up next to it so you could tap it in. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. I didn't know where it was going. But after my time in Hawaii, the big island, yeah. I feel like I have a little bit more control. All right, let's go. That's all you needed. I, I do. I do. Now the touch is gonna be interesting because I assume the Tahoe greens are gonna be mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I was putting on a, on a hotel floor. Uh, I mean, Arizona everyone. was quick too. It was quick out there. It was quick. Yeah, it's fast. Mm-hmm. I'm become good. <laughs> Foxy, what you do, man? I was in South Beach for a couple of days. Oh with yeah, a I lady saw friend. you. Yeah, it was How about awesome. That? Good beach. Good people watching spot. We oh, yeah. uh, we turn the corner at a restaurant and I see this guy surrounded by like two or three cameras. You know, naturally very intrigued. Who's that? Who is that over there? And you couldn't see him because it's just a small guy. It was Conor McGregor walking right oh, by. Oh, right down Beach. Almost went up and like gave me like, like, hey, Conor, what's up, man? But I didn't want to bother him. He's with the whole family. He loves the pub. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. He loves the pub. Yeah, apparently he loves the pub. Now remember, Zeno sent $600 to Cuba. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he sent like $300 worth of merch to somebody that said they were friends with Conor McGregor. <laughs> Did we get anything back for that? No, or? what are you talking it's about? It's coming straight from Ireland. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. got to stop at uh, Customs. Yeah. You got fucking yep. hustled again. Yes, Zeno <laughs> is a international fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Supporter. Naive supporter. Yeah, yeah. He's for, got a few princes he supports as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you enjoyed South Beach? Yeah, you went down awesome. there with a lady friend and then your mom too, right? Yeah, no. So then uh, she left. My parents came in. Both my parents, my mom and dad. And uh, oh, dude, not just one like Zito. <laughs> dude, one up the, Zito there. The older you get, like that sounds so lame. You went on vacation no, with your cool. parents. No, dude, it's cool. Parents yeah. are so fucking funny when you get older and then you start drinking. And then it, it, was, it was awesome. Well, also, the older you get, they start telling you stories yeah. that they have never told you before. Well, and then once you start thinking about like for me, for instance, mm-hmm. my parents had me and my brother when they were young. Yes, so my parents too. I'm 31 now. They would have two kids. I would mm-hmm. be remembering things that have happened at their age. That so it's like you start yeah. realizing like, oh, your parents are a lot cooler and they've been through a lot more shit oh, yeah. than exactly. you could ever imagine. Yeah, and that's it. that's the maturity process, by the way. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's a whole new learning process. We're all getting more mature in here. Hope you, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if we could say <laughs> one thing about this room, <laughs> it is we have all gotten much more mature. And Ty, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> you did an incredible job with those podcasts. I was listening to you while I was laying on the, my little thing there. You did great. You did a really good job. A little monotone, but, you know, I was just trying to – it wasn't my show. It was your show. I wasn't trying to – you know, I was just trying to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. So – I, I couldn't, like, you know, everyone left, and I was like, fuck, I still got, like, four or five days of work here. <laughs> <laughs> you powered through, though. You did incredible stuff. I appreciate you so much. I thought you did well with the selection of who you – Wheeler I, Walker Jr. got a lot of play there. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. You know, I just figured uh, it was kind of like the natural progression. Those were all probably from, like, around August, <laughs> September, too. So, like you said, you know, we got a lot of new people listening to the show. I think a lot of people hadn't heard those before. A lot of people don't know who Wheeler Walker is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got introduced. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm going to learn today. You're going to learn today. When I was putting out the morning tweet to promote him, and I saw Mo Claret on there, I was like, oh, okay, nice little pick here. <laughs> yeah, I, it was. Appreciate- I listened to the show, and I forgot, obviously. I don't really remember much of the stuff we talk about on microphones, but I listened to it. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought you did a great job. Thank you. Appreciate that. Did you get a couple of tweets saying you're a monotone? That's why you just uh, said like Some guy like yeah. really went yeah. at me, and uh, I was going to- A little self-conscious. You know. I heard that. Yeah. A little monotone. You said he gave yourself- Well, that's what people were like, well, why weren't you doing girls? I was like, what do you want me to get up there? And just like fucking do impressions. In- <laughs> like, not my fucking show. That's the last thing I need. Is Matt Matrione? It was Matt Matrione there. Or did you? You got a chance? To yeah, see- he did bust in. He's like, "Hey guys, uh, I'm about to knock this guy's ass out. I just need a couple cool beers in the Heartland office when I get back." <laughs> did he say anything? Yeah, did he say anything about the way his fight went with the Russian there? Or? To be honest, I uh, was still traveling. I didn't uh, get to see that. I got a text from him at 3 a.m. Oh really? After the fight, yeah. So I sent him a "Let's go." Yeah, yeah. I sent him a "Let's go" right beforehand, and uh, I got a text back. He said, "Through." I was still up, by the way, because I was still battling. Yeah, with yeah. 
the fucking because mm-hmm. the, then I got on Hawaii time. Mm-hmm. So then I got on Hawaii time. I get back to Indiana completely, fucked. which is much worse to be on. Oh my yeah. god, oh, I was yeah. up till four a.m. Yeah, it's much worse to be. Even on. last night I was up. I think till two thirty-three. I mean, I don't Me even too. know if it's going to happen. I'm not sure. But Matreon, um, uh, I go. Let's go at nine thirty-six. It was right before his mm-hmm. flight or right before his fight. They actually showed him on TV, and I was like, oh, if he goes to his phone right now, like that's literally my text <laughs> message. And I'm like, ah, it was probably filmed earlier. Yeah. Uh, maybe. And then you look like in his locker, I'm like, oh, my bud. And then he ghosted me. I was like, ah, I just watched him. I just watched him see my text and not respond. Oh. Th- then I watched the fight mm-hmm. and I, I see him start early and I saw him miss on one and the guy didn't counter. Mm-hmm. The guy didn't do anything. I'm like, oh, Matreon just missed on a fucking punch and yeah. this guy did nothing. Yeah. I think Mat- I th- and he looked very confident before the fight. That was the most confident I've ever seen Matreon. He was singing. I mean, he looked very good. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is good. I can't wait for this to happen. Then obviously he kicks. I thought he just kicked the guy square in the dick. Todd, who is an MMA guy, said no, he adjusted his level, which I don't know what that means. Can you explain what that yeah, means? Yeah, so like a, a good inside leg kick to the upper leg, like there's a nerve cluster, like halfway between your knee and your ball sack, right? Oh, so oh, that's yeah. what they're aiming for. Whose ball sack? Mine or like? <laughs> <laughs> Joking. That was a small ball. So you kick there because if you get it a, good, a few good times, you kind of slow that leg down because the nerve activity yeah, is Yeah, and not it, it was going to be a yeah. uh, stand-up fight, so you're trying yeah. to take out his yeah, leg. Yeah, right? Good move. And the guy, as he was delivering it, the guy lowered himself just about three inches, like he was gonna, you know, go for an, like a punch to the abdomen or something. He sat and he on the took kick, it like right the in the level. fucking. Yeah, nuts. exactly. But he yeah. sat on his mm-hmm. kick, basically. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically sat on his kick. So everybody's booing Matreon. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, Matreon just kicked that guy in the uh-huh. dick right there. Yeah. And yeah. everybody who knew fighting was like, nah, that was a perfectly placed kick. Yeah. The Russian guy actually sat on it. Right. Then they give the guy five minutes. They say, you have five yes. minutes to recoup. By the way, I'm not sure if I would be able I took <laughs> I took a Matreon <laughs> kick so to the thigh one time. It was like a slap, he said, and I was couldn't walk. So I couldn't even fathom what that felt like for the guy. But he opted out early. Yeah, right? like a minute in. He was just give up. He's like, I'm, can't, go, can't fight. I'm done with it. So Todd goes on a run in our group text. <laughs> Oh, no, this guy's a fucking quitter. This guy's this, which is true though, right? Yeah, because I went back, like I Googled his name, Karatanov, and I put um, no contests. So see how hey, many he's Googles. had in his career. Found one last May where he got eye poked and didn't go on, and they gave him the win, but then end up reversing it later. So in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm seeing a fucking pattern so here. So he opts out of fights. Yeah, because even like Lytle texted me back, because um, I sent him a text earlier like that, and he's like, that dude knew he had no chance of winning this fight. He fucking tried to do exactly what you're saying. Wait, Matron doesn't win that fight? No, no, it's a no. no, it was a no contest. But right. they thought potentially that the other guy was going to get a win because of DQ. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of conversations happening. Mm-hmm. But all the people in the know, like Big John, who interviewed him, like he led off his question with Matron, like you are known for yes. being a clean fighter. You na- landed this perfectly. Like whenever you listen to what people are saying, they're trying to tell you something, right? Like yeah, Big yeah, John yeah. was trying to tell everybody, like, hey, this was a completely legal kick. This was everything. There's nothing you could do. Matron handled the interview very quickly and then moved forward it was a good time for me to put the picture of the guy that gave the hand job out oh, yeah, yeah. from a tough plate site i saw this i was just looking for a reason to put that thing out <laughs> i found it. it was good it didn't get as much action as i thought it would but the people like, who, i don't think enough people know i don't think enough yeah. people have seen that's it like yet. when bird box was going on i was just looking for any fucking reason <laughs> yes. yes but the people who know no Oh, yeah. you know, the people uh, who know, no. I got a lot of action from the people that know. No. Yeah, yeah. So then I get a text back at 3.09 a.m. I'm still awake. He goes, they said his balls were fine and sent him home with ibuprofen. Rumor <laughs> earlier was they were ruptured. Not the case. Sucks. 
And I go, I guess opting out of fights is becoming his thing. Same thing happened Uh, with his eye poke, I said uh, earlier. And he, like, kind of took the high road and was like, thanks. How's everything going? Blah, blah, blah. He took the high road. He didn't want to take any shots. I was trying to bait him into it, though. I was trying to get him to say, like, yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) Lionel was all about it. He's like, oh, yeah, this guy did not want to fight. That team, they look good, by the way, in that American fighter shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how they look good. Lionel, Pat. I don't know the other guy. Uh, yeah, I don't either. But they look good. That Pat dude, because he's a cop in Indy, yeah. he's like f- five foot two. That mustache. Just a, and he's a, like an old school boxer guy. Like, he is just an animal. But I love that guy. I'm telling you, whenever I saw Matron come out and he was singing, he looked confident. I'm like, all right. And then I saw him miss that punch, and the guy didn't even think yes, about punching. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, this guy's <laughs> fucked. This old Russian guy is completely fucked. Huh? <laughs> it, took the, it took the guy a little. A little long, in my opinion, to react to the kick, too. Well, so yes. the announcers also were giving him credit to that, too. Mm-hmm. They were like, if you see the delay in reaction, that's because you don't fully know that what has happened yet. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I've been kicked in the dick uh, yeah, We've <laughs> all been kicked in the dick before. <laughs> I took, man. It does get worse in pain. I said it's like a ball tap. You ever get ball tap yeah, by somebody? It, does it get takes worse. a full, like, mm-hmm. second no, it before does. it, it registers. And then you get that puking yeah. feeling, yeah. which yeah. I'm yeah. assuming he was sitting on. And they made that kick. That dude he can, can kick like no other. Yeah. <laughs> I um, that's like in soccer mm-hmm. when they used to tell you to like guard your uh, oh, yeah. balls in the wall. Yeah, yeah but the move is to put a fist there mm-hmm. and then put your left hand underneath the fist. Oh, so a lot of people, don't, yeah. So you don't punch yourself in the balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. but you put the left hand. You put the left hand underneath <laughs> the fist on top. So if the ball hits, mm-hmm. it's gonna. This is the defect uh, deflector, and this is the pad in between. Yeah, a little nice. shock absorber. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I like that. I learned that pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a. I am not a guy who likes being hit in the dick. And that was a move. I felt like a genius whenever I was. How about mm-hmm. the guy that turned around? No, you can't do that. Do Hand over the heart guy. Do you know Tim McAfee? <laughs> I was a. The turnaround turn guy. guy. And then Wherever he put you on the fence. Yeah, the then fence. he taped me to a fucking fence. <laughs> Good lesson, too. True story. Mm-hmm. Taped me and Jason to, my, to a fence and started throwing soccer balls at us. Makes and said, sense. that doesn't hurt, does it? <laughs> How yeah. about that throwback picture with Jay with the frosty tips? Oh, yeah. Then my mom, because there's this, what's this thing? You guys. I, I have no fucking yeah, I don't clue. know what that was. That's what here. I'm saying. Diggs. Uh, no, no, this started with Foxy. Actually, yeah. I started with Connor. Yeah, and uh, it's it has something to do with cancer, and I'm you, not going to say no to cancer. Okay, you can do that, right? Because you're exactly, a yeah. tiny little specimen yeah, on the internet. Yep. Foxy, same thing. Yep. Then same. he goes to Diggs. Then Diggs nominates me. Now, if I do this thing, it's I am pushing it, right? Yep. Right. And who knows what that could be? B. That could be fucking. Oh. Yeah, no. You never well, know. here's the here's the thing. I saw A B do it, so I was like, oh, it's. Pretty big. Well, he's clearly in a but then, good mental but state then, right now. <laughs> Honestly, part of my thinking was, I was like, well, I've, no one's nominated Pat yet. He's going to feel left out. So I did. I'm nominate Pat. <laughs> By the way, I did. Uh, yeah, so, so that I was pres- my thinking. I appreciate you doing that because I was scouring. I saw everybody doing it. I was like, what is this? Also, I had a really good picture, so I wasn't knocking it. <laughs> <laughs> now that I respect. But nobody was putting up what it meant. I kept asking. AQ like, actually DM'd me this morning. Like, what the fuck did you tag me? Exactly. I don't know what it means. I, I respect it if it's something good because it, t- it took off. It was very good. So mm-hmm. I just didn't know what it was. So I didn't post anything. But I was searching for a volleyball photo for me from uh, high school. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I didn't know what you were going to go with. So that's why my mom was looking up, digging up old photos. I was like, is there any pictures of me playing volleyball? And she's like, let me look. And then she just starts screenshotting things. <laughs> Boom, look at this photo of you guys. I actually texted a high school volleyball coach. I was like, is there any pictures of me Nonberg. playing? Yeah, I texted Nonberg. I was like, is there any pictures of me playing volleyball? I want to do this thing that I think 
It could be either really good or really bad. <laughs> what was the total premise of the thing? We don't uh, know. It's, uh, along the awareness. lines of like the ALS ice bucket challenge, is the yeah. vir- viral thing where you post a picture of yourself what playing a sport High in your uniform, yeah, and, yeah. and, you and it's for uh, headstrong, yeah, some type of cancer yeah. research. Yeah, nice. Maybe allegedly. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Those the things that just take off on the internet, right? Could be good. Or you might all be on a list now. Exactly. <laughs> no, but you could be promoting something that maybe yeah, the uh-huh. Headstrong Foundation is taking like 90% mm-hmm. of the money. You don't know if they're, you know what I mean? You, right. you honestly have no idea what charities anymore. You have, sure. you have no clue. So I didn't know what it was, but if it was a reason for me to post a volleyball picture, I was ready. Yeah, to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I was digging in because there's a photo of me. I've seen it. I don't know where. where Probably the yearbook. Maybe contact the yearbook. So there's one from the newspaper. Remember whenever I cut a uh, penis into Larman's head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, so I cut out. <laughs> I do. I, uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a pope, pee-ho, pee-ho hawk. Yeah, exactly. It was a penis hawk. hawk. It was yeah, a it was penis a hawk. Yeah, so we had a, uh, we had a state playoff game for volleyball, <laughs> and we wanted to do something special, so we did a mohawk in Chris Larman's head, my boy Chris, mm-hmm. and then I, sh- I actually shaved it, and then I... Put balls on like the back of his head, At the bottom, yeah. So it literally looked like a penis on his head, and then we kept the front longer. Oh yeah. So it was everything, right? It was a work of art. It was. I was very proud he of myself. So it wasn't. This don't, is, feel, don't feel bad for Chris Larman. This is standard. Because he had dreads literally like a month yes. before this. This nice. is standard operation. Chris did a lot of incredible things with his hair. I mean, he was he took chances. <laughs> so, <laughs> so exactly. We, by the way, I had chocolate cherry hair at one point. Oh, no, it was both of you. Like, yeah. Everyone in that school oh, yeah. knew that we Pat had, and Chris were the guys doing shit with their hair that no one else would even yeah. think of doing. Yeah, we just went for it. I mean, we were bored. We are having a good There's time. There's nothing else to do. So I literally <laughs> shaved. Legit. So I, I shaved this thing into his head. It's a fucking masterpiece, right? Mm-hmm. So we were playing in this game, pretty big, big game. Mm-hmm. I had a pretty big game. So did Chris. And his mom walks in, who we all love. And everybody's like, ah, Chris, a little bit of a dickhead tonight, huh? a little bit. And she like sees it. And she goes, Christopher. <laughs> like this little thing happens like right before the game. So then the next day in the newspaper, there's a photo of me hitting, right? I think it's into like a triple block. Nobody really knows what that means, but... Basically, I was just getting fed the ball the entire game, Mm -hmm. and the other team caught on. So they were just sending their entire front line right in front of me. But there's a picture in the newspaper of Chris. It's like an aerial shot, him like down, like ready to get a ball off the block, and then me spiking, and you see his dick right in his head, right in the newspaper. And I was like, I need to find that photo for this headstrong thing, and I couldn't find it. You know who it was against? Uh, Yeah, it was against Norwin. Okay. And it was in the Valley News Dispatch, who once voted for a teammate of mine to be player of the year after I led the entire state in goals and assists, I think. So fuck that newspaper. Uh, I don't like them a lot. So this is a real team or is, is it no, a no. club team? Oh, yeah, no, no, he actually played. Oh, real. That's awesome. By the way, it's my favorite sport. Yeah, that's awesome. Volley- men's volleyball was my favorite sport to play. It was after I played my freshman year for like a couple weeks and then I had to go play soccer. I didn't play my sophomore or junior year. Senior year, it was in spring. I already signed my scholarship to West Virginia, so I wasn't going to play cup soccer. Mm-hmm. So I just came back and played, and I loved it, man. I absolutely loved it. Had a couple schools looking at me, too. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Wanted me to play libero. I did Ew. not want to get blasted no. with balls. <laughs> I played I, on the beach a little bit down there. I love volleyball, man. The high the school best. volleyball art, I feel like we had a pretty electric environment, too, in our games. Phil got into a fight. Phil got into a, Phil Mains, our CFO, got into a fight at a yep, volleyball class. No, really? it was good for him. Well, here's the story. <laughs> it was a sweep. He so, got the fucking broom. So it was, so it was yeah. spring, my junior year, your senior year. Yep. 
We just had a doubleheader against Penn Hills for baseball. Phil and I played baseball. Yep. We had 10 run of each game. So they were not happy. That very same. I did not know this. That next night was a volleyball match against Penn Hills. Same yes, school. Same school. This is our rival, by the way. Penn Hills is where Aaron Donald's from. Mm-hmm. Penn Hills uh, is a. One of our rivals. Not really a rivalry in most sports. No. <laughs> but in baseball and volleyball. But. And soccer. So that comes and you guys beat them 3 or whatever in volleyball. And we're out in the fucking parking lot with our brooms and shit like that. So they and just 10 run them two, two times in a row the night before. And then we 3 0 them. We're, and we're a bunch of dickheads on the baseball team too. Assholes. When we played. Like we're just yelling beach ball every time. Fortress awards for dicks. <clears throat> but anyways. Sportsmanship, yeah. So there was a little scuffle outside of the volleyball match or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm hmm. Nothing happens. It gets broken up. We all go our separate ways. I think it was the next night, uh, probably a Friday or Saturday night, there was a high school party at one Chris Larman's house. So that party, by the way, I get a text from Chris that says, I think my family's going out of town tonight. I was like, tonight? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Chris goes, "You maybe we have a couple people? I was like, yeah, yeah, a couple people. <laughs> I fucking, oh, you, yeah. you might as well, got, I might as well got that fucking uh, <laughs> the bird horn, like, like a like, uh, bullhorn. Like, yo, <laughs> everybody. So little... Little do the, uh, the the Penn Hills kids know that this party is going on because they got Phil's number. Yeah, because Phil was the biggest dickhead during like the whole of all time and baseball thing. Uh-huh. So they got Phil's number to and said, "Come meet us right now to fight." Little did they know that there was fifty of us all at the same place. <laughs> yeah, legit. So I didn't go. So Pat's being smart. He didn't go. I jumped in Phil's passenger seat. We're the first two there. Okay, and we show up. <laughs> And it's literally like sharks and jets. There's like six, six of their six of their cars there uh-huh. waiting for us, and they're all standing there with golf clubs and baseball bats. Jeez, Jeez. and we're like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck's going on? Because they're they're a fucking dirtball school. They have nothing to live for. Jesus, I think we're friends with some of the people yeah, that you guys fought now. But yeah, anyway, so so there was they like know. a two or three minute discussion board meeting between both groups what's what's what can we do what can't we do <laughs> yeah, basically like lay off the hair don't touch the face yeah. but, it, <laughs> but it ended up we just decided that phil was going to fight this kid one-on-one because they were the ones who had the problem and it took all of th- I don't know, three seconds for Phil to be on top of this dude and actually, like, because probably going to end his life. By the way, our CFO, (laughs) if any other CFOs would like to go, (laughs) our guy will fucking handle you. And then, like, once they saw their boy, one of them jumped in. Uh, And then once, and then everyone jumped in. And classic me fucking jumped in. I saw this kid. He was... (laughs) Had his back straight to me. <laughs> Crow hop haymaker right to his spine. <laughs> Terrible. You're, that was my move. That guy that was my Oh, my move. God. Spine punch. That was oh, my move. Wow, but the then it was literally like something out of a movie. Like there was like 20 on 20. And then all you hear is, he's got a gun. Yeah, somebody had a and gun. And we fucking scattered. Oh, but like it was yeah. the coolest thing because we all went back and we celebrated at Chris's house. Well, that's oh, yeah. So I am sitting at Chris's house in the front porch with Chris. I have a pitcher of Red Bull and beer. Yeah, yeah, both of you. Me and Chris, that was your move. It was Mountaineer juice, wasn't it? Yeah, who was? It? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Bull and beer. So they all come back, like coming back from war almost, right? <laughs> There's blood on people's hands. Oh, yeah. Me and Chris are like, hey, welcome back, boys. Let's go have a good time in here. That party was, <laughs> yeah, it was epic. Little, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Epic party that evening. I think that shit stopped with my age. Like my older brothers, they had the same stories like you guys have. Boom, nothing like that ever happened. I don't think that happened that often, to be honest. This one was pretty... I was... I was... Ah, we did it with Gateway and Franklin. I was, it was to always. Say, I was about to say, I, 
Like it was always after a sporting event. Like we were at a, a, I just a, a we were at a basketball game. So and it was we were literally hooligans. You guys and, were hooligans. And this dude well, who ended up playing a pit. We're idiots. friends with him now. Dude who played a pit, played on the Steelers for a His name's John Malecki. We were making fun of him the entire time. We actually dressed like him because he always wore flannel. We put because we, he was a lineman. We put like uh, oh, pillows under our shirts and shit. Yeah, we were dumb and we got word that they were going to fight us after. So we hockey games. They have to. Oh yeah, fights yeah you got in fights at hockey games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah they, did, they beat up my friends in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. of a hockey game one time. It was all sporting events. Just future reference. Your like boy my here never got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I only got beat up once, and it was that three-on-one fight. <laughs> they beat you up my friend. He was on crutches. He had a broken leg. Chris almost got locked out of a car one time at the hockey game. <laughs> we were uh, hockey game was where Phil was. Correct. This Phil played hockey. We were right? just dickheads in the stands, and exactly. everyone hated us, as they should have. Everything was Phil's fault. Phil was a bruiser. He was a goon on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. That's what Phil was. So he pissed people off, and then we would have to take his back, and then they would have people, <laughs> and it would just—it was always a situation, but. Yeah, volleyball was lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, a lot of shit happened there. Mm-hmm. Ty Schmidt did an incredible job with the best ofs. We mm-hmm. appreciate you for that. We talked about that a little bit. Now it's time to roll right into Old Paisano, the voice of Monday Night Football. Not Jason Witten, the other one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, joining me now. Is this, like, bad, like, outdoor patio furniture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what just in the world is Joe? You have no idea the stains <laughs> we had like, to mix like I and just match. Pushed forward the whole thing. This like, can somebody get some super glue? No, no, Joe. <laughs> you have no it's idea. Like it's a nice wicker. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what we've been battling here, Joe. Holy cow! And I don't want to show you the other side of this pillow. Yeah, I don't want not the stains on this side. Are <laughs> yeah, 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 the other side. I mean, there's more DNA on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! Joining us now. You you've heard him. His voice is immaculate. He oh was called God. unflappable, which I think who, is who a, said that? Some uh, some article. Really? Yeah, People. an article. I didn't say it. I would say it, but somebody else said it. Unflappable. There's other things you could say about me too. Like go on. They're not good. Italian. <laughs> well, yeah. I see. See, troppo sai Italian, certo. Ciao. Pasta ravioli. We'll see. We'll coach you up a little bit on some Navidad <laughs> dialect. You uh, understand? There's a great difference. Joe Tessitore. Joe Tessitore. Thank you. Thank you very hey, um, much. I don't even know what I do for a living anymore after that introduction. Well, I mean, I think you do a lot of things. You call boxing on ESPN. Mm-hmm. You have a great m- fight Saturday night. Look at that. Unbelievable. Right into Light a heavyweight sl- rematch there. Kovalev versus Alvarez on he, ESPN. You're a promoter. You're a promoter. A, I'm a promoter. <laughs> is boxing first love? Uh, football is my first love, but after three reconstructive ankle surgeries, boxing was the only... No, boxing and football are my two... By the way, gentlemen, nice to see you. Good. Anthony nice DeGilio, he's yeah, Italian. Yeah. He's an Irish from Boston. Piacere, grazie. That was one of my questions. Sully what Fitz. Favorite, what his favorite was what, Paul was. Sully Fitz. Just, it's like, I, you know I'm a Boston guy. He works guy. down in the yep. Strangely enough, I will tell you this. Um, my mother's side of the thing, my mother was born and raised in Italy, didn't come over to New York until very late. Mm-hmm. My aunts and uncles, I grew up in an Italian-speaking neighborhood in Schenectady, New York. Um, my mother wasn't even an American citizen when How I was born. How good is the pizza? Wow. So, oh. Schenectady, New York, oh. Homestyle Pizzeria, Nino, oh. Anthony. My I, cousin Paulie runs it now to this day with Anthony Adonino and Jojo Adonino. My cousin. I heard you I'm say the that. only one that left Schenectady. Everybody else is shredding mozzarella. <laughs> they're shredding mozzarella. They're frying fish. They're making wedding cakes. They're running banquet halls. I'm the only uh. one that left. And you know what? I wish I stayed. It's a good life. You <laughs> eat well. You're happy. Oh. You drink well. You eat well. Homestyle Pizzeria, Union Avenue, the best pizza you ever want to have in your life. Oh, my. You are. You Italians are the best. Anyways. You Italians. Say, strangely enough, you're an Irishman from Boston. You Naturally. consider yourself a masshole. Yeah. I, I mean, um, I do consider. No, you are. You, my yes. family. And we love that. Uh, we love the Irish. Hell yeah. We love the Irish. My wife's Mezzacalabres and Mezzarige. 
She's half Cal- Calabria so, and half Irish. Okay, okay. Uh, which you do not want to mess with. That is <laughs> That's uh, fiery that there. Oh, that my. sounds a little fiery there. Joe. When my father's side of the family came to America, they settled in Southie. Oh, they were the people. Italian family in Southie. <laughs> now, consider, you know what Southie's like now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. being the Desodores in Southie. I did not, not know this Italian history of Joe That's Joe's a good Tuss- pronunciation. Yeah, well, of course it is. Yeah, Diggs, he's... He basically lived in I, Italy. Is in my, but when I go on Monday night football, <laughs> I have to speak English. Well, do you ever? So your voice is such a distinct one. You're you're like the consummate Yours professional. Yours is too, Pat. Appreciate a little raspy. I, I do. A but little I bit. like that. You know what I like? I like authenticity. Let's I like go. people who mm-hmm. have an identity. You have a clear identity because Currently it's for the brand. Joe, Speaking let's of, dig right into that. What about it? Your kid's a kicker. Well, you know, I yes, my son is. Punts and kicks at Boston College. You're one of the biggest humans, I coached though. Him for four years. You're one of the biggest humans to ever reference for the brand, though. Yeah. Like, you, when oh, you, dude, I'm all about foot. You know what my Christmas present was. I had one Christmas sweat, present. It was a sweater. For the brand Christmas Yes. Sweater. Oh, Yo, I, I was so up. excited. I wore it. I was drinking my red wine on Christmas. That's how I celebrated Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. Because as soon as I saw it on the internet. Oh, it was great. It was great. I literally, you know, I saw it. I was like, my, holy shit. You know, my shit. son, John, is a complete out-of-his-mind nut. Like he's like he's a he's a specialist to the core. Yeah, that's what we do. Like he's out of his mind. This kid is so pure on addicted to WWE to everything you put out. He's going to like you know sports bars in Boston for pre Celtics games. Doesn't even have tickets just to take it in. Like he's just. Oh, he's, I love this oh, kid. Yeah. Your kid's I, I awesome. Myself up. at five, I had a six o'clock flight this morning. I get a text at five forty-five this morning. Five forty-five. It's two degrees in New England. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's two early degrees. too. Text. Walking down to the indoor, Quigs, Quigs and me getting some working. Ryan Quigley and John Tess at 6 a.m. this morning getting Can't teach working. That. Let's go. Hey, Let's that go. has to feel Drop good. table. Let's go. Hey, that has to feel Handshake good. grip. Let's go. Let's go. Fingertips, not <laughs> the palm. Any of this make These are all punting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Drop the drop okay. table. Diggs knows Let's about go. it. Turn I, it I, did, I did a little punting in high school. So. Did you really? Nothing to knock at. It was yeah. terrible. He's very unathletic. How was your vertical swing? Were you making that K or did it look more like uh, We didn't do those. We didn't do he those didn't in my swing. high school. He was yeah. Yeah. Was swing. Listen, we always have a lot of fun with you. And, and But in the world, in our specialist world, <laughs> you truly are one of the all-time greats that we all looked at as as this is this is a freak. I mean, this is this is a, this is truly a freak. And I know you have fun with it. I know everybody oh, has oh, fun with it. And what, no, I'm I'm being very seriously. But what you were as an athlete, you still are. I mean, you're still a great athlete. But what you were as a professional athlete was somebody that it, it, it was so impressive. For Thank those you. of us that coached it, that lived it, that you know, for me that has a son that does it at that level, ACC football. It was amazing to see you play and know Joe, what you were at. this athletic. means a lot, no, man. No, it's the truth. It's that, the truth. And I, I mean, I go out every week, obviously, and I'm watching the best in, in the mm-hmm. world do, ply their craft. What you, what you were in your absolute prime is unlike what, what many have ever been. Well, thank you. Explosive, I pre- powerful, strong, impactful. It was oh, great. man, look at these words. I mean, I'm getting emotional <laughs> here. You know, like, when I think, like, uh, the, I the spectrum of what, of what a specialist can be and that, you know, you got the J.K. Scott Gumby over here and then here you are. <laughs> Here you are, this powerful explosion. Hey, Rex Ryan said the same thing to me earlier. Oh, no, don't get me. Hey, my son and Rex. Now I love Rex. Rex is a friend. Rex has been to the Legend house. Legend of a Rex year. has been to the restaurant. Rex has had the calamari nabledan. You should ask Rex about it. Yeah, yeah, we have we have uh, the family's got two restaurants oh, in Connecticut. Um, my brother, my brother-in-law Dalton, 
and my sister-in-law, Allie, my wife sold out of the restaurant business when we started a family. But So we got the best of everything because she started the restaurant and now we just get to go and drink and eat at the restaurant. But it's the family <laughs> business. John works there when he's home from college. Very nice. And uh, so Rex last year, I said, Rex, I said, what? we got to get together over here. Why don't you come up to the house? We came, we broke some bread, we had some great wine. But Rex fell in love with the calamari nabaledan, which is the best calamari you'll ever have in your life because we don't deep fry the calamari and have it come out like onion rings. Correct. Right now. No. Right? That's, 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 Correct. That's, that's amateur. That's not, that's not Here's, the problem. Here's the problem with doing that with your calamari. You could deep, you could batter and deep fry cardboard and serve it with marinara, and people be like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." It's Those basic. are state yeah, fairs, by the way. Yeah. You don't want fair. that. Yeah. No. It's a state, it's a state fair. fair. They do that with everything. Yeah, exactly. I, could, I could stay fair. They put this in in hot oil, and they tell you it's a table, a marble yeah. table, a deep fried marble table, delicious. delicious. You gotta quickly flash fry the calamari mm. so that it still has tenderness to it. Yes. So you know you're having a piece of seafood. Yes, it has some batter, but it's tender. Do you do a lot of cooking? And then I'm not even done, Pat. Wait till I finish. Here. Please. <laughs> the answer's yes. Okay. <laughs> and then you saute it on the tail end for the uh, last minute uh, in capers oh and God. fresh crushed tomato and garlic uh, and parsley uh, and and pignoli nuts, pine nuts, and then you saute it. Then you put it on a steaming hot platter, and it's all together. Uh, the sauce, the calamari, it's I'm starving. Are you a chef? Do you cook a lot? I feel like... I cook a little bit, but I mostly drink and eat. Let's go. Yeah, drink Red wine one, guy? Eat I, dude, I love... There's two things I live for. Number one, a good, big, huge Napa cab. Only to be usurped by... And my number one thing I don't know in what life. that means. I don't know Napa what you cap. Do. We don't know what that is. Is that a What's cap? What's that? You said a Napa cap? Oh, Napa Cabernet. Oh, Napa of course. Valley Cabernet. That's way over. Hey, uh, I'm an Irish. A, a big. That's okay. That's okay. 0.009% Italian, though. What is it? 0.009%. I that's did a, at least you're in the club. That's what I, I actually two, am. There's only two kinds of people those who are and those who want to be. I'm actually in. Well, I wanted to be for a long you're time. You're in the R. Now I'm in. Now you're in. I was very excited. I got an Italian club shirt. You, what is? How does that entail? Why don't I have one? Well, I we haven't we'll put them up. For, we'll get you. My one. dad runs the Italian. Are we club recording this at this point? Have yeah, this is a real show. Okay. Um, the <laughs> other thing that I love. <laughs> you don't remember the intro? <laughs> if you if you choose to ever in- hydrate with me. Yeah. I love Blanco tequila now. Really, yeah, bro. bro? Let me tell you something. I may be part Mexican. We don't like, know. I'm t- I may now. I'm t- love. Really? No, I'm telling you straight up. Like, yeah. My tequila collection and my. And I got a, and I love Patron. I love the, the high end oh, Patron stuff. Oh yes, I like it. I like everything. I like many tequilas. And I have many very tequilas. But my boy Lee Applebaum, the CMO of Patron, and this, <laughs> he is now. This is now the Christmas gifts. I mean, I bet it's is, nice being friends with the guy that owns Patron. Well, he doesn't know that, but he's a he's, he's a, a pretty chief high marker, up, and he's a tremendous human being in every way. Because when the Christmas box comes, and you are getting the estate reserves and the smoky. But the Borderos. Have you ever had Grand Patron Borderos? <laughs> so the last thing, the last time I had tequila, I Joe, I ordered a hundred of them and I ended up in a jail. That's there. okay. That's the beauty of tequila, <laughs> because much like boxing, tequila is the theater of the unexpected, just in liquid form. Boxing is the theater of the unexpected in the ring. Tequila is the theater of the unexpected in liquid form. That's all you need. To okay. <laughs> you By the way, I'm never being invited back to the podcast. No, no yes, you are. Yeah, we are hoping you never leave. How do you drink it? Though? How do you drink it? <laughs> my friend. Uh, it, <laughs> what an amateur let question. You, let, me, let, me tell you something. let me tell you something. There's only one base tequila order. Okay. Okay. On the rocks. Yeah, that's what I said. Pour me a double that really is a triple um, and give me three squeezes of lime. There you go. Now, if you're, if you're my favorite mixologist, Niall Ferguson, not to be confused with the Harvard I Economist. Love Niall. No, not to be confused not. with the European Correct. Harvard Economist. Well, that's who we would have thought. But my favorite mixologist, yeah. Niall yeah. Ferguson from Branford, from Branford, yeah. Connecticut. Me too. 
What Niall will do uh-huh. is he will go with the fresh lime juice, okay. the Blanco tequila, a dash of Frank's Red really? Hot, a a rim of pink Himalayan salt, oh, a good hi- shake mm-hmm. over on the rocks. That's just class. Crush, I class mean, crushes. In a class. Crushes that. Now, what are you but, eating with that? Well, well you're you're the chef uh, or cook. Excuse me. What do you eat with the tequila? You're not eating. It, the- you don't eat with yeah, tequila. Yeah. Number okay. one. Now, I, I will eat problem. because at some, at some point you have to sustain life, although the Mexican fire water is very good for that. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, but typically what would be out would be a, and this is, this is I mean, I could show you a thousand pictures. This, this is the base night if we're entertaining at my house. It's on the rocks. It's tequila. You got to be in. Mm-hmm. Okay. At most, I'll let you get away with a Paloma, like cutting it with some grapefruit and a citrus mist. At most. Uh, tequila on the rocks. It is... Salsicha, hard sausage, Italian I am, Joe, sausage. I'm to it's prosciutto. Okay, look at it. Oh, it's nice. Italian sliced Italian hard sausage. <laughs> it's sliced prosciutto, Italian. Oh, okay. okay. We have some over there. It's it's a a black truffle vein oh. Sardinian cheese. Known oh, as, that's my favorite. The truffle Sardinian. Yeah, yeah it's, it's delicious. It's called Malaterno. Repite. Look at look at me. Malaterno. I actually read an article about Malaterno. it. Malaterno. And and so you go with the cheeses, you go with the you I go did. with the nuts, which I'll leave alone for you, and then you go with the sliced cured meats. And really, I mean, it is spectacular. But those are my two, those are my two things. In Do life. you host a lot? Do you, does we the Tessator House uh, entertain, entertain a lot? A lot. Yeah. yeah, open house. A lot. Now during the football season, not as much. Nice island but kitchen. But you get you boys get yourself to Connecticut in the off season. So you have a oh. set this. Let's set this. You have an island in the kitchen. It's open to the living room. Is that how it's set up? Uh, we, we have sort of a. So a few years ago. I, I annihilated what was the dining room, and I just blew through that wall because I wanted to have basically just a front entertainment kitchen, just like a yeah. bar, yeah, wide like open, a big marble, just with you know cocktails and ice machine, just not for cooking. I wanted a kitchen that there's no use of cooking, okay, strictly for what I'm gathering, mm-hmm. drinking, tequila, eating, eating, fun. Standing around, big flat screen TV Clinking for the drinks. brand. Italian hand gestures. Right. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Of course, absolutely. a lot of room for activities. Yeah, this sounds Break like a dream it, house. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, well, I mean, it's not a dream house. It's very modest. I mean, you know, but it, but it, no, but dream it, it's, setup. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's purpose minded. It, it has a purpose to it. You, became we got the pizza oven in the backyard. The brick. Oh, we imported yeah. from Italy. Please, oh it weighs 5, oh my God! Oh. How much? It weighs five thousand pounds. The oven weighs the. Does uh, that come on a ship? Is, well, it did. It came in pieces, and then my nice, my nice, uh, you know, Mason friends. I mean, this thing was Pat. This thing was like a summer of putting this thing, getting this thing set. But worth it. But not propane. You understand? We do cherry wood. You got to get the thing going thousand degrees. When's the last time you've been back to the homeland? Oh no, it's because the career takes me crazy. So it's been some years. I would say it's uh, six, seven coast. years. My it's mother goes nice. back. Well, my, my mother grew up about a half an hour away from the Amalfi Coast, but we'll have to do that. We'll have to do a For the Brand trip nice. to Italy. We could go over there and find some good place kickers. I think we could find... Tavecchio. Yeah. But he's, he's not from Italy. He's from Milan. Papa Giorgio. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's from he's from up north. Well, then we do a camp in Italy. He's from northern Italy. Get those that's, guys you know, from the north. <laughs> Europeans. Well, Tarico's really Italian, too. We take Tarico Absolutely. You've got a lot of Italians in our business. Uh, speaking of your business... But I'm a proud American, obviously. Yeah, 50%. <laughs> I'm, I'm like 50% Irish... Forty-nine point. You look great, by the way, Pat. What? It, just life dieting. is treating you. Is that what it is? Yeah, I used you to just great. abuse myself. Like, like to pizza, what wings, alcohol. You carved it up every day of my life. Yeah. yeah. And now you're getting a good workout in every day. Yeah. Now I got workout. I got to eat. I'm on this keto thing. I'm taking these pills. But it works. Works. Because what it is is you're putting logs on the fire that burn. 
Well, that's what it is. Your your body is a <laughs> that furnace. That was a high five you heard in the background. <laughs> but your body's a furnace, stop. and if you put the logs on there and you keep that furnace just burning and burning, but you throw you know you throw that you carb it up, you're you're putting a wet blanket Correct. on the furnace. It's true. It's hundred percent true. true. Yeah, so I don't even do right. cardio. I just eat. I just don't Dude, eat the carbs. Cardio is so overrated. Terrible. I do like twelve minutes of cardio. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is. If you knock out a ton of push-ups every day, Herschel Walker. You, he was just here. Did you yeah. see him? I mean, I'm telling you. You know, I, I swear by it. That's the truth, man. You got to blast the push-ups. Okay, so They're you're hard, you're a man. That's the pain in that. Yeah, right. You look good. You oh, look damn kind. I'm good. I'm an old man, though. I'm a, yeah. Was I will say this? Is Monday night, was Monday Night Football the dream? Yeah, bro. I mean, what am I supposed to sit there and lie to you? I no, no, that's <laughs> Super Bowl though. That's Super Bowl, right? That's no, like, no. Obviously, if, if for we a had broadcaster, Super, yes, but. There, there's four big jobs in broadcasting mm-hmm. football in our country, right? Thursday, Sunday, right. Yeah, I mean, college, you know, Nance, Nance has one of them, right? Yep. Michaels is one of them. Buck has one of them. And then Wittenberg and I have, have one of them. We're very blessed in that. Hell one, yeah. Right? So you get that opportunity to do that. Um, enjoy the process. Is it like an all-week study? Oh, like- my God. It's every second of the week, Pat. Because you also do boxing and everything else. It's yeah. like, now, during the football you... season, the only boxing I will do will the be Heisman. the big, yeah, Night of the Heisman. We do that big show at MSG with either Bud Crawford or Vasily Lomachenko or, you know, a, like in past many, big Manny Pacquiao fight, something. But so a Bud Crawford fight came in the middle of the football season when he had that big knockout on ESPN. And the next day I had to get up and do the Packers game. I had to fly to, to Green Bay, do meetings, do that game Monday night. And then Bud Crawford's a diehard Packers fan, so he actually flew up and went to that game too. Heisman weekend, I had to do the Lomachenko fight at Madison Square Garden, that great knockout he had. Incredible. That whole place. That 11th round was unbelievable. That whole place was electric. And then I had to fly out and do Vikings at Seattle. So those are complicated weekends. But what makes them really complicated is that the amount of prep it takes to do Monday Night Football, at least the way I do like a jackass. I mean, I grind. (laughs) I mean, I got to know every – I grind. And uh, so those are challenging, but there's only a couple of those during the football season. Now, this weekend, we do have championship fights in Dallas on Saturday night. I have the Super Bowl where uh, Wittenbooger and I are doing the, the, the international English feed. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand... And so you're calling the Super Bowl. We are calling the Super Let's Bowl. Let's go. Oh, there yeah, you go. There we go. Hey, yeah, it's hey, an honor. Cheers to yeah. you, man. Thank you. So you're now, the listen, you're not going to hear it unless you're in Sydney or Melbourne. or There's a lot of you know, people over there. Yeah, you know, but... Um, Good punters. But Great punters. Hey, you Nathan. should give love. Oh, yeah. Nathan, just giving Nathan some love over here. Hey, Pro you... Kick Academy. <laughs> now, you know we're Coles guys, though. We don't... We, we well, Pro Kick Australia is not bad, though. They're pretty good. They're doing a lot of good work. They're doing good work. But I don't love the bastardization in the college game. I don't love it. But you know, I my was, respect. Just, you know, I'm a. We're gonna get that ball off our ops time. It's gonna be 1.95. We're gonna do it the right way. The college hey, game. Is, what did you look at? All these stats he just dropped. Say, do you call Under a two college game blocked. different than the NFL game? What's that? Do you call a college game differently than an NFL? Yes, game? a bit because in the NFL. You understand that the daily narratives are consumed by the country all the time. You don't have to educate the viewer much on who these people are or the backstories of the event. When you do college football, it's a standalone event. An individual, at least the games that I was yeah, doing yeah. with Todd Blackledge, the big SEC games or the big, you know, Big Ten games, where it was this special standalone one-off event where it's introducing people mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. some new faces and the pageantry of it all. Listen, we know the NFL narratives day in and day out. It's yep. a continuous soap opera that's 365 days a year. So you're really properly documenting yep. the game, but making it just the next chapter in the day of the NFL, right? Even yep. though Monday Night Football is a standalone deal, Sunday Night Football is a standalone deal, you better know the league inside and out. 
Yeah, because right. you can't trigger something. Because nowadays, especially with social yeah. media, you can trigger hey, anything. Dude, I watched your highlights from your broadcast. Come on, Joe. What do you think? Oh, I like. Now it was. I was so busy, but I was like, oh, I got to get a piece of this. So I was. I was on Twitter. I was. I was on the line. I was trying to watch as much as I could. I thought you were. You were unique. Hey. <laughs> hey. No, here's what I thought. Come on. That's no, the responses I've gotten from no, the here's, network. Here's what I thought. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think. I think. This no, goddamn wicker is getting your. Can somebody go to Home Depot, please? This is unbelievable here. Number one, great TV is sincere TV, and it's authentic TV. There's nothing more I hate than fake television. So you were completely authentic. When there was the fake, it was my dream. Yeah. I said, Pat's on a game, and there's a fake. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I is, appreciate it. You crushed it. You Thank crushed you. It. So I, I am often criticized because I'm a passion-based, intense broadcaster. And I don't fall in line with being your cookie-cutter kind of generic. I try to just give a respectful, documented call. But I can't help it sometimes if, I, if my passion, my intensity comes through my call. For you, it's unbridled, right? It's so pure and it's so authentic. And I have a great desire to hear more of that. Now... Hey, the average you heard American it. consuming the NFL, where they've been conditioned to something in, the, in these rigid lines and these borders for decade after decade, I can't tell you what they think. I have a feeling what they think. I love you. I oh, really do. That now, means a lot. There's a bias involved here. And obviously, <laughs> yeah, but, obviously. Um, but but I hope you liked it, and I hope you understand kind of all that goes into it. I, I understand we had a wardrobe issue. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to tie a tie. We had a wardrobe issue. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wear a scarf. There's a lot of things, man. We, we had a lot of issues. With, so <laughs> yeah, like there the was a lot. The polish of TV wasn't necessarily for you. It's we'll not my there. thing. We'll get there. There's so. a lot hey, of Can prepping. we get a McAfee yeah. mobile on Monday night? Or what? <laughs> That'd be good. The McAfee mobile? Yeah. yeah. Down on the, because it'd be on the that end. Thing, that thing end is, zones. It, that would be crazy with him. Who's special teams correspondent over Put here? Put me on the yeah. drone. If Pat and I were ever on Monday Night Football together, it would be 30% special teams hey, talk, and it was, there's a lot to talk about breaking down everything man Joe I appreciate you we gotta get you on a golf club so you can do yeah. this charity I, thing I'm sorry did we I'm still not sure we started this did we, what, yeah. no 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 we <laughs> haven't started we'll start here in a Are second <laughs> ladies and gentlemen welcome football? to awesome. Atlanta with Joe wow. Tessator <laughs> and that's the show wow. have a great one awesome, <laughs> hey paisan molto piacere grazie calamari at the party hey I didn't know he was that fucking Italian I had no idea. No idea. He's got so much energy, too. Bro, he's awesome. The, he was awesome. I've said this a couple times since we got back, but I, I don't know why ESPN doesn't let him act like he was acting at Top Golf mm-hmm. in the booth. Bro, you got to get on. He took his shirt off at one point. Yeah. He didn't want to leave Top Golf either. He's there for three hours. Oh, yeah. His kid for the brand. I mean, I love Joe Tustin. Mm-hmm. He's I'm the man. Big fan of his. Very thankful he joined us. Cool guy. I think that's what I'm learning. The more people I meet, the more I realize everybody's pretty cool people. They're yep. just trying to do their thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Joe Tessitore was a first-class human being. Very, very thankful for him coming. This next guy is going to inspire the shit out of you. I'm telling you this. Joining us now is a man that is inspirational, an incredible athlete, a Pittsburgh Steeler. The story back to the gridiron is going to be one that people are going to talk about hundreds and hundreds of years from now in the game of football. Ohio State All-American, Pro Bowler in the NFL, linebacker, Ryan Shazier. Ryan. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Uh, right now, you're in the process of bouncing back after the very unfortunate injury that happened. Was it his spine, neck? What exactly was it? So it was a spine contusion. I mean, spine, uh, spine concussion. Spinal. Con- oh, it was a spinal concussion. So basically, like you know, when guys get concussions on the head, I pretty much got it on my spine. So it's pretty much like a bruise on your spine, and uh, it, it kind of limit the the nerves that run down to the rest of your body. So. So you come into the NFL. You're this incredibly fast linebacker. You cover sideline to sideline. You make a couple Pro Bowls. Everything is going good. And then the hit happens. Yeah, man. And immediate, did you know immediately that something? Yeah, immediately I knew something was wrong. So I, I hit a guy. I like turn over. I, I like kind of like blacked out for like a tad second. It wasn't nothing crazy. And then I just, I like try to move and I couldn't move. And I felt like a, like a, like kind of a burning sensation in my back. And I was just like, man, this isn't right. And I just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll come. You because know. you see guys like, like, for instance, I was teammates with, uh, teammates with Austin Collie. He got laid out in Philadelphia. He wasn't moving on the field. And the entire place, every you could hear a pin drop. Everybody's heart drops. That situation happened. I know. I always wonder what it was like as the the player. Yeah. And I, the, the first thought for you had to be like, oh damn, this yeah. is everything that I ever imagined. From that point on, though, you have done nothing but inspire and bounce back who was there like a partner in that or was that your own mental like as soon so, as it happened it's like yo i'm back i'm yeah, coming so back as, as soon as it happened i was i was already like hey i'm gonna get better like i honestly like not until like two months later or like a month and a half later i really realized like yo i'm really messed up you know like i just i was always like i'm gonna get better i'm gonna get better it's, it's like it was a knee surgery or something yeah. like this and i'll just rehab it we'll do the surgery i'll yeah. be back yeah so and um and I just always had a positive mindset. You know, my family, they was all they was all really hurting, but they all stayed really strong. You know, they never nobody ever let me see them cry. You know, they, they like I might have cried a few times, but uh my first time crying was literally like almost like a month and a half, two months out. You know, like I didn't and it was because like I had got really sick and and I ended up crying because I got really sick and like I like my cousin that, that looks up to me, he was in the hotel room and I like kind of, and I couldn't really move. So like I threw up, but I couldn't like cover myself. Mm-hmm. So I like almost threw up on myself. And it was like, damn, I look, and I embarrassed myself in front of my cousin that looks up to me. So I was like, that, that made me cry. You You're know being a little hard on yourself. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, unbelievably hard on yourself. Yeah. And I think, by the way, the same reason and the same mindset that you've had on your comeback here is what made you an incredible football mm-hmm. player. Yeah. Just in between the ears, a mentally very strong guy. What is your, if you had to say, what makes you an incredible football player? What makes you tough to uh, prepare for or anything like that? Honestly, uh, I already know like I'm truly God gifted when it comes to speed. Let's go! <laughs> speed and things like that, but I don't try to like just lean on that a lot of guys they're like hey man like you i have a strong leg i'm leaning on that but yep. at the end of the day like you still had to know like you still had to practice you yep. still had to study and it's a lot of guys they're like hey, man, i'm super fast i'm gonna run past anybody i'm super strong i can just push anybody and they just lean on that and at the end of the day like i knew i can lean on that but i was like man how about i actually learn this position of linebacker learn how like to pit everybody in my defense in the right position to make plays and then me knowing that and me knowing like hey if i put the defense in the right position and this guy screws up, I know how to cover it. 
you know, instead of me like, yep. hey, let me just run around and mm -hmm. make plays. And and once I start doing that, I understand I start making way more plays than I even imagined. You That's know, so. awesome. That's the difference between NFL and college, by the way. Yeah. NFL, it's a profession. You got time to study that thing. And they also have a lot of mentors. In the Pittsburgh locker room, yeah. who are some people that you've befriended that, uh, that have really, I mean, you're a leader of the whole city of Pittsburgh right now, mm -hmm. not just in the locker room, but who are some people who helped you through this whole thing in the locker room? So it's kind of cool because uh, Coach Tomlin was actually one of them, one of them that really helped me out a lot because I remember was like I, I showed Coach Tomlin my goals and like one of my goals was to have like ten interceptions and uh and he was like he was like Ryan honestly all your goals are attainable and he was like but the thing is he was like if you just really uh, focus on like trying to do what's best for the defense and like always putting the defense in the best position because like I'll make checks and things like that he's like all your plays are gonna come don't worry but he was like don't over here just try to focus on numbers you making your yeah. own yes he's like because the the year I got hurt. I had three picks already, but I dropped four. Like, you know, so that, that was seven, and I still had about happened? four or five games what, left. How do you drop them? Hey, man. Yo, I'm, you I'm got already, big I, mitts. Hey, you got huge You got huge mitts. Yeah, so uh, a few of them, it was like literally like all I see is green like I'm on a golf course. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, you know, so when you're thinking of that, you, that's how you end up dropping them, you know. So uh, I had a few of those, and, and then honestly, like some of the older heads, you know, like Mike Mitchell when he was there for me, you know, he's a coach now. He helped me out when it came to film study. Will Allen, he mm -hmm. was there before me. He helped me with film study. And, you know, and I, and I always just went to coaches and I was like, hey, Coach, uh, uh, Coach Munchuk, uh, what do offensive linemen not like to go against? Like, yeah, you yeah. know, like. Good idea, by the way. Yeah, like, Coach, like, I'll go to Coach, or I'll go to Ben. Like, hey, Ben, where, like, when you play a quarterback, like, what kind of linebacker bothers How's you? How's your relationship with Ben? I feel like me and Ben have a decent relationship. I can talk to him about certain things. Ben, it, the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room is such an interesting one. It's an interesting one. There's so much talent. Every year, the Steelers are good. That's mm -hmm. just the way it goes. Every single year, the Steelers are good. There's so much talent in there. And in the NFL, you're dealing with a lot of things outside of just the football game. you got a lot of personalities. you got a lot of egos. you got a lot happening. The Steelers have been a controversial place for a while. Ben Roethlisberger sometimes feeds into that. It's nice to hear that he's been a good teammate to you. That's a huge deal. Yeah, uh, especially it was like my second year or whatever. And I was like, hey, Ben, like when you felt like you became a leader and – and, you know, like, because I knew, like, I was the playmaker on the defense at the time. Even in my second year, yep. I knew I was a playmaker. Absolutely. And I was like, hey, man, how, what, like, what made you become a leader? Because, like, I'm not trying to force it. I'm not trying to be like, yep. hey, I'm the leader. Because when you're saying that, you're not a leader. Hey, that, by the way, those dudes are the fucking <laughs> worst. Those dudes. Is there anyone the, like that in the As soon as the camera, you, don't do that. that. Oh, God, as soon yeah. as the camera comes on, they start the screaming, the hyping, yeah. they're eating W's. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm on your side. Yeah, so like, man, it's like, like I'll talk to the team, and and a lot of times they follow who who's playing. Like, yep. mm -hmm. at the end of the day, some some guys are they don't want to be a leader, you know, like like Charles Barkley. I'm not a role model, but at the end of the day, like I I knew like, I had a voice, and guys would listen. So I was like, hey, man, how, when you felt you became a leader, you know, and he was like, man, offer your play, and then he'll teach me a few things, and and he's and then Coach Tomlin also told me he was like, guys will start listening to you. Once they see you, if they see you working, like they see you coming in the facility at 6 a.m. Yep. and they're not even up yet. You earn it. You earn it. Yeah. You know, like if I say, hey, running this hole, they were like, yeah, Ryan know what he's doing. I'm running the hole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Instead of like, hey, I'm walking into the facility at 9 o'clock and the meeting starts at 9 o'clock. Hey, running this hole. 
know you. Hey, you, motherfucker, you don't even know, man. I saw you get here after me, bro. Yeah, you're 100% right. You got to earn that title. Yeah, yeah you know, so uh, I think that really helped out a lot. Awesome. Right. Diggs, by the way, these two super yeah, yeah. fans. I appreciate we, we miss you a lot. We really do. Um, so now, like, during the season, are you still in meeting rooms and coaching people on the sidelines and stuff like that during the week, or is it more just rehab, stuff like that? Yeah, so uh, I do a combination of both. So uh, on Tuesdays, like, when coaches get in there and bringing down things, mm-hmm. I actually be in, like, the coaches' meeting, learning from them, breaking down film yeah, with yeah. them, and actually see how they diagnose and, and uh, other teams, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, oh, this is going to make like, you a better player, probably. Yeah. yeah. So like, once I come back, it's like I already know what the coaches are looking mm-hmm. for. And then uh, a lot of times – I can see the game plan, and then when I go back to my teammates, I can talk to them and be like, hey, man, this is what coaches are thinking. Like, Because a coach, a lot of coaches will give you a game plan, but every every dude on the field, the coach can't give them all of it. Yeah, because yeah. some guys, is like, man, it's like you just feeling me with too much information. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll be in there, and I understand ways to break it down to them. Because I can understand it just like a coach, but I, sometimes I want to. I can explain it to guys so it, it seems a lot easier you, for them. Will you be a coach one day? Uh, I definitely feel like I could be a coach one day, but sometimes, man. Too many like, hours, bro. Yeah, not even the hours because I was kind of already working those hours when I was playing. But no way you're sleeping at the office. <laughs> no, 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 not sleeping at the office. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I definitely had to go home. I definitely had to go home. But, like, so I'll get in there. Like, I used to work out at 4, four like, 4.45 in the morning. Holy shit. And then shit. get to facility at 6. And then, like, our meetings don't start till 9. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm I'm already three hours in before everybody else watching film. And, like, the Kobe Bryant fan famous quote if I work if I work four hours a day and you work two I'm gonna be so far ahead of you you never gonna catch up mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that's why I used to watch film so like now when it comes to breaking down I feel like I could be a coach the only thing that gets me about being a coach is like like knuckleheads when I'm like hey man running this hole man I think this hole is better no bro running this hole <laughs> nah, I like my way better and then like they wait don't fucking work <laughs> that's kind yeah. of the way that's coaching in a nutshell yeah right there, coaching actually. in a nutshell so like I, 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 I'm like I'm kind of pro, uh, uh, perfectionist when it comes to football, man. I love football. So, like, when guys don't really study and then, like, you tell them, like, what you know and they feel like, man, I'm still going to try my way and you don't even know what you're Yeah, man, doing. I was up at 4 a.m. this morning. You know when you were, <laughs> you were just getting in this morning? I was up studying. Why don't you just listen to my mother? Yeah, so that's the, that's the one thing about me, like, when it comes to coaching. Like, I love coaching, but, like, I just want to make sure, like, when I'm coaching, I'm, I'm trying to tell right you guys group. what to do. Like, I want to make sure I have the right group because you can end up with a bunch of knuckleheads and that can, like, drive you fucking crazy. Well, it's bro. cancer. That's, that's literally a cancer to the locker room is whenever you have people that don't want to listen to things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally the way things go. Yeah. Good group is yeah. something that isn't talked about enough. Is uh, anyone giving you a hard time now that you're on both sides of the ball? You've oh, played, yeah. you're coaching now, you try and give some guys advice. Does anyone give you a hard time? Even jokingly, just like... Yeah, like yeah. Some, oh. guys, some guys don't like... You see like Vince giving you a hard yeah, time. Yeah, nah, Vince don't give me a hard time. He, uh, he definitely listens, but uh, at the end of the day, it's just like, for instance, like you'll tell a guy, hey, Hey, uh, don't 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 look at the receivers. Like, try to read the quarterback a little bit. And then, like, this quarterback, for instance, he's going to look you off, but at the end of the day, he's not actually going there. Like, his first read, he's going to go over here, but he's always coming back over here. And, like, some of them, like, they'll constantly just look at the receiver, and I'm like, hey, bro, all right, you don't want to catch a pick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, it's, it's, it, I'll just do that type of stuff, or, like, I'll be like, hey, hey let's hit the jugs, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, Did you see in Cleveland that's a punishment to go get extra catches? You probably didn't see it. Hard knocks, Hugh Jackson. That's a that's – a, Punishment. How's that punishment? That's – I, I – I knew all that I needed to know about the way that Cleveland Browns team was running whenever they said, all right, time to punish a guy. you got to yeah, go catch 30 like balls. 30 jugs, too. 30 yeah. balls on the jugs. Yeah, I'm like, no, yo, that is not a punishment. That's punish. not a punishment. Like, you know, 
I played linebacker, and every day I used to hit the judge like hell yeah, at least thirty balls. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not catching hundred balls. Yeah. I'm not AB. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But every day, like I catch thirty balls, and then guys are like, man, if you can catch, you can catch. I'm like, all right, bro, all right, go out there and catch. All right, look, I haven't seen you catch this many picks, like. <laughs> You know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you had ten picks on your mind too. You got to get those you like hands. New look. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah, that mustache it, is yeah, wild. Mustache. Yeah, hey, man. Honestly, you know, when you go to the Caribbean for a while, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you, you run into some pirates. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I think he needed it. he needed to get away for a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah. I think he, him, and his family had a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and man, at the end of the day, like AB's my brother, so I just want to want to be happy. And Me he, too. And, he, and he's happy, man. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm cool. With whatever uh, dude he's rocking, man. Like, I mean, you want him to stay, right? Yeah, definitely. Want him to stay, yeah. I man. think anybody yeah, yeah, would yeah. want the best, yeah, yeah, I get, yeah. I definitely want him to stay, but hey, man, I want him to be happy, you know. So, yep. mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if, if he's with us, he's with us, if he's not, he's not. But I, I want him to be happy, all right. Man. So, you have fur on right now in an iced out bracelet. For those watch- that are listening, you can't see it, know that it's one of the greatest <laughs> accessories I've seen in a long time. When did you pull the trigger on this? Have you always been a jewelry guy? I, I got some jewelry my uh, when I first got drafted, but I actually got this one, my first Pro Bowl, because it's like a gift to myself. You yeah, you deserved it. <laughs> hey, man, you deserve and, that. And then I, I got this jacket because... Uh, when when I was in goddamn Pittsburgh, it was negative twenty five. Two days ago, so when I flew here, I actually flew with this jacket. And I was like, hey, man, it might be a little cool wherever I go. Yeah, yeah you like, do. Yeah, you so, look good. It yeah, looks good. Uh, what is the target date for? Is there are they giving you any responses like, hey, we think you'll be able to jog by this point. We we'll think you'll be able to run by this point. Like, is there any of that right now? Or so is it I'm gonna be honest. Uh, like when I first started, I didn't even think I would walk. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, you just walked your ass up these steps here. <laughs> too you came in i'm like yo this motherfucking guy i can barely make it up those steps right now yeah so uh they didn't think i could walk but i've been going to my doctors and they've been they saying like ryan like you're passing every every step we actually have you pass it with flying colors and they basically told me hey uh just keep working and we're gonna come back at this at this another date and we're gonna see where you're at but they say just keep working on your strengthening conditioning and uh, endurance and, and the more your endurance get better the more your conditioning gets better and it's like man all doors are open like let's go yeah so you're gonna keep signing one-year deals is that what, how it was is, did you guys you sign a one-year deal this year or? Uh, so like the, the, my agent because you have to be on a, on the team or whatever yeah, i have to be on the team but yeah my agent and the studs really haven't finalized yeah, yet, yeah, so yeah. I, I well, I just let them handle that for Wait, right are now. you going to be a free agent? I'll break news. <laughs> I will break news. Ryan Chazier is about to be a free agent. No, the Roonies aren't letting him get out. Well, uh, you're. I think there's, I don't want to call it a break from playing, but yeah, it yeah. is kind of a break from playing. Your brain is going to be that of a vet, a super vet, because now you're into film. That's all. Whenever you, whenever you can't do one thing, you obviously pick it up in another mm-hmm. thing. So watching film and studying, as soon as your body's ready to go, I think you're going to be. I don't think there's going to be like a, oh, does he still got it thing. I think you're going to be an even better player than ever. In hindsight, the story is going to be one where yeah. you become a better football player through this whole thing. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to make me a better player. And the moment uh, I step back on the field and. I'm already going to evaluate and see what coaches are looking for and like what I was looking for and and the thing is the, the the way I've been watching film is gonna allow me to take less steps, you know. Yep. Like at the end of the day, I I, I want to be four three again. I told Coach Tom, I was like, I'm gonna get healthy, and he was like, Man, all you gotta do is be like four six. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and I was like, Man, you never know. I might be like uh, the uh, with, uh, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. <laughs> I might be uh, a four two now. You know, you never know. Hey, so 
And if you have to throw the floater at the end, just fucking get the job done there, bro. I'm like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, so thankful you stopped by. Your story is not only inspiring Pittsburgh, but uh, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to watch you, man, because your climb to the top is not going to be an easy one. And I think everybody knows that. In every single step, not to stupid pun there along the way is is worthy of celebration and we're celebrating with you man yeah thank excited you excited so for you thank hopefully you get another goddamn pro bowl bracelet right around the corner man i'm pulling <laughs> hard for that hey yeah man i'm gonna get one let's go yeah. appreciate you brother ryan shazier what a legend thank you incredible story man yeah Nick and Diggs were getting all like starstruck when he walked in. Oh yeah. How about him walking in, by the way? We we're at the fucking top of the steps, just couple walked stairs, right in. Yeah, flights. Walked right over just a couple of months after everybody was like, ah, you're not gonna be able to walk mm-hmm. again. Yeah, okay. And I think he had like a fucking uh Jack and Coke. He did, he had a rum and coke. That's yeah. what I was gonna yeah. say. He got comfortable like super quick. And he was talking, I mean, he was just awesome. He was he's a. am excited to follow the story. I should leave. Mm-hmm. I should oh, yeah. leave. I should leave hard. Uh, I'm excited to see him get it back on the field. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a hell of a story one day. We're going to tell our kids about it one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, we're, we are. That's going to be something we're going to tell our kids one day. As you heard earlier, I'm not going to have mine for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I got shit to do. Shout out Ryan Shazier. Shout out Joe Tessator. Thank you all so much for listening. Listening. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame. Let's um. Let's send a picture of Italian food to Joe Tessator. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think it's at Joe Tess ESPN. I'm not sure. Find it though. Uh, at me, at him. If any get Joe Tessator to really, you know, get interact, a good pop out of get a good pop out of Joe Tessator, uh, we'll give you a, a code for a percentage off uh, from our new St. Patty's Day line that Ew. is launching tomorrow. We will have 20% off everything from tomorrow through Saturday at midnight. This is a contest. It's a competition amongst men in this office oh, yeah. who can sell what shirt. These designs have been crafted for months and months. A lot of think tanking happened. And we think St. Patrick's Day is a massive photo post flex day. Mm-hmm. You're going to be taking pictures at the bars you go to. You're going to be taking pictures with your friends. You're going to be saying you're Irish for a day. You're going to do all these things. There's going to be a lot of pictures taken. When Instagram, win your Twitter, win your Facebook, win the photo with the shirts that we have put together. We think they're pretty solid. We got a good lineup. And we, if you're watching the YouTube right now, yo, yo, yo. He is wearing one. I right am now. wearing one right now. This one, I think, this one is one of my more proud fan favorite, mm-hmm. probably. I think so. This one is a good, good one. It is a good one. <laughs> no water needed. St. Patty's it. 2019. You know. <laughs> This is my favorite, but we have probably, I think there's 15 options. Mm-hmm. So we got you. We're ready mm-hmm. for it. We're excited for it. And uh, we can't wait to see you crush on the internet, St. Patrick's Day, after you crush your liver, probably. Mm-hmm. It's on you, though. It's not on us. <laughs> From all of us here at PMI, we thank you so much. Ty Schmidt, hit the motherfucking music. They're getting wild for me And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me These rap cats, man, they all got this style for me And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean World debut, I know they gon' fiend Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens These young boys don't know what a dawn mean I'm just a bad boy, gone clean I'm the diamond chain choker, always remain sober Don't drink liquor and all the game's over
plane, I explain it to my broker Three bots in the hood, top down, it ain't over You know there's more, man, where that come from Me and Kuda Love rolling back to back in one See, the names have all changed since I've been around But the game ain't the same since I left out In the dishes when I go by But see the misses on my wrists when I float by Self-control and I can't tell you no lie Trying to find a soulmate, you end up being so tired I make my money, man, without the coca Living La Vida without the loca I'm down south, so they show me country love And I ain't even country thug The people give me daps and hugs, so it must be love And I love the country grub It feel good to hear people singing welcome back and I ain't even selling the track, cause I'm that Harlem cat. The names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out. You know you like that. Come on. You know you like that. 